What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lauren St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Christopher St. Victor, Richard Borson. What's going on? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? How was your week? The Cliff Notes version. Oh, guys. My okay, my week, my week was bananas. So two weeks ago, I got up in the middle of the recording because my kid had a rash. And I logged off real quick after we finished. I was like, this kid has a rash. I don't know what to do. Long story short, he had strep, which was could cause a rash. Who knew strep could cause a rash? I didn't know, but it can. Then this week, he was on antibiotic. The oh, antibiotic, yeah. he had an allergic reaction to the antibiotic. We had to take him to the ER. So it was oh, in the no. ER. Yeah, his hands swelled up, and it was freaking crazy. So my week's been nuts, but uh, I watched. Uh, How's he doing it, now? He's great now. Now he's he was. I mean, Cliff Notes version, yeah. But you started on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was fine the whole time, but yeah. Um, but watch. I watched. Did you ever see Messiah on Netflix? Yeah. So, Where's season two? And then it's not. We're not getting a season two. So I started watching mm -hmm. that. Um, Drive to Survive dropped. Should, probably should stop if we're not getting a season two. Yeah. Uh, Drive to Survive dropped, um, which is awesome. I, I blew through that, the F1, and then the, the new F1 race, 2023 mm -hmm. season started today. Watch that. And that's been my hectic, hectic week. <laughs> Kids. Huh? Rich? My week uh, is pretty basic, man. I've been just uh, working. Um, Monster Hunter, trying to get my Sinister armor set for my high, high brink. Um where are we at? Uh started watching uh what is it called? Animal control? Oh, Hulu? how is that? Is that funny with Joe McHale? That's all right. Yeah, it's <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know. They're trying to recreate things. I don't know what is going on. But um uh uh Trigun Stampede, caught up on that. It's doing it's going all right. Got get get it goes a little bit more into um his his uh dash stampede's uh history. And where he came from, because before you just kind of just drop into the whole thing mm. on the on the first one. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, well, this one I'm not going to talk about. That's going to be the anime alley, and that is really <laughs> it, bro. Okay. Oh no, no, I watched uh, Daddy's Buddies. Oh, Buddy's Daddies. <laughs> Buddy Daddies. Buddy Daddies. Yeah. <laughs> so I I googled that, Rich, and anime uh, did not come up. Sir. Oh, well, it's an anime, bro. Go on, Crunchyroll. Um, it's all right. It's about, it's about two two hitmen, as I explained it before. Exactly how they explained it. It's two hitmen. One is more of a uh, fly by the seat of his pants, like charming and talk his way into anyone's bed type. Um, and the other one is a take no take no ish type of guy he's like you know he puts a bullet in your head if you're the target no questions asked mm. um and then you throw in an adorable little girl oh recipe for you know daddy yeah. buddy, buddy daddy 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 but yeah that's that, 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 <laughs> that sounds, sounds like something title. completely different but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah that's that's it that's that's pretty much my week man jack um have a good week man uh Watch Creed, obviously. We'll talk about that. Last of Us. Oh, I'm not caught oh, up. Don't say nothing. Oh, yeah. Don't say nothing. Well, I, what I will say is the content's good. Um, yeah. I binge-watched all of The Consultant in one sitting. Um, huh. The Consultant is a, a Amazon Prime show. They're about half-hour episodes. It was good. It wasn't great, but it kept turning the page for me. What's The uh, Consultant? I'm trying to... 
What is that? Who's in it? It's the the villain from Inglorious Bastards. Rich said it don't matter. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Christoph Waltz. Oh, I Waltz? see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christoph yeah. Chris, Chris Waltz. Yeah. Okay. And the the guy is mad captivating. He's so he's such an interesting actor, you know. And the story is um, surprising without being shocked for the sake of it doesn't feel like it's shocking for the sake of shocking like there's an actual story there and it's surprising um and you watch the first episode the way the first episode ends is pretty much the whole season has that feel so if you like the first episode you'll probably binge it mm. um i watched akila in the b which oh yeah i've seen that. that yeah i seen that movie a few years back uh it was kind of a random watch but it's so good. It, it's kind of mm. like uh, you know, finding Forrester, finding was the, the Nemo, finding Nemo. <laughs> no, no the, he's uh, finding Forrester with Sean Connery and <laughs> yeah, the and the like the uh, the chess player Rob Brown. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, so it's kind of like that. Finding Nemo. <laughs> I've been playing Elden Ring, obviously, and yeah. what's frustrating about that is now I'm I'm strong. I'm buff. I'm mm. I'm like I'm I'm the. It's like you've been training for Creed three. <laughs> yeah or like training for a rocky movie maybe and so it's like uh i'm i'm the i'm the i'm like the senior on campus right but i keep seeing all these awesome videos that people are posting on ig going where are these weapons and how do i do that and when do i get that part of the game unlocked yeah. and then i and then it just hit me i'm like you're an idiot jack these are people playing on pc that are just actually changing the code of the game kind of stuff you know it's like they're modding the game out you can't do that on a place that you can't do that on a console you can't mod your game out like that so uh rich has a rookie look on his face (laughs) no it's not a rookie look i just you know i I figure you try to do like some of the, the speed runs or maybe like with like limited amount of uh no way i i'm not that i'm not even remotely close to that good Oh, okay. I'm a cheeser. I get super strong and then go Superman through the levels. But like, there are some videos that are insanely cool, and I'm like, why can't I do that with my weapon set? And it's because I'm not PC gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, cool. I went yeah. to comic store. I got me some comic books. Did you? I did. I am all up in. The Masterverse. Masterverse. Super massive verse, man. I got me some Rogue Sun. Got me some Radiant Black. And I got this new one called Inferno Girl Red, which is pretty dope because it was a Kickstarter, an independent comic that Kickstarted its way to image picking it up. Dope. It's part of the Radiant Black universe. Chris. Yo. Did you know that Nemesis is back? Word? Yes. And you know who's in the art? Back, Jorge Jimenez. Jorge Jimenez. Doing the art, Mark Miller. It's I haven't even read it yet, but it's like it's Nemesis Reloaded. You know, you put me on a Nemesis, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's Nemesis? Who's Nemesis? It's it's pretty much if Batman was a psychotic supervillain. Yeah. Okay. And they got the guy who is famous for drawing Superman and Batman recently drawing it. Jorge Jimenez, man, his his art is so great. So, Rich, that's the guy who wrote Kick-Ass, the guy who wrote Wanted, Mark he wrote uh, RPM, he wrote uh, American Jesus. So he yeah. wrote, like, like All he these great run off stories. I, got, I just need to know who Nemesis was. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nemesis, I didn't know who that was. I also picked up this Superman comic 
which is the new one, which kind of like is bringing everything back to the way it's supposed to be with Clark Kent having an identity kind of DC is like going back to not square one, but fixing all the problems it had in these comics, much like they're fixing in the movies. Wait, um, Rich. Wait, 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 wait a second. What's the difference between, I saw, I saw Dawn of DC. What's the difference between, I thought that was what Rebirth was for. Rebirth was fixing things and bringing stuff back that the New 52 messed up. New 52 was great in the beginning, but right. they never really settled down with what's in a canon and what's out of canon. So eventually right. the whole thing just stopped making sense. Rebirth was their way of taking what was old and bringing it into the new, but they didn't really have a plan. So they're kind of doing this thing where it's like, we're not going to worry about continuity. We want to tell great stories. Wrong. It messed everything up. One of the writers over Superman decided to expose Clark's identity to the world. So now this new DCU, Dawn of DC, is like bringing things back to like, not ignoring what's happened, but they're kind of setting everything straight again. Mm. So like in this in the, in the con before this, Lex Luthor... Pretty much kills um, what's his face? Uh, he's British. He's with the Authority. Uh, Manchester Black. He kills Manchester Black by using a psych- uh, a telepathic thing to make everyone in the world forget who who Clark Kent and Superman is. Because that sounds be- like Doctor Strange <laughs> and uh, Spider Man. I've seen it's that exactly episode. like that. And Lex's thing was like, I don't need these people to believe you're human because you're not. They need to believe you're a god. They don't need to believe you walk amongst us and all that stuff. But basically, it's their way of fixing what the last Friday decided to do. So I'm pretty excited about it. Superman took a really big hit with that. And then, um, what else? What else? Rich! What's up? Are you caught up with My Hero Academia? Uh, I didn't watch this uh, week's episode yet. <laughs> I'm ahead of you. Since when is that? I'm ahead of you. And Rich, all I'm going to say is... Uh-huh. I don't know what happened in that writer's room. Yeah. I don't know what happened when they were creating the manga for this. Mm-hmm. But they said all that cutesy school festival stuff. Yeah. We're really far from that. And and this episode, Deku, continues that freaking long man Logan type story. It's, I don't want to say it. We'll talk, Rich. We'll talk. It yeah, gets, all right. and, and the way it ends? Bruh. How does it end? <laughs> ah! That joint no, hits. You're not. No, you're yeah. you're not. Stop I said I kind of want to watch it. Oh, I said I was going to Jack. This, like, this, this latest season to me is like the best X-Men animated series that's not an X-Men animated series. Mm. Like all the heroes and villains and the politics between them and how the, the, the people and civilians feel about the heroes not being good enough. Oh man, it's dope. But that's been my week. Yo, Chris. Yo. I got a question for you. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, Lars? What would Miles Morales get called if he came to Europe? The (laughs) N-word. It's more like if you stay in America. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm supposed to top that. <laughs> I think that I think the joke is done. <laughs> uh, no, no, maybe, maybe, maybe it might be better. Go on. What, what is what it Rich, what would you call Miles Morales if he stayed in Europe? What would you call Miles Morales if he stayed in Europe? Kilometers Morales. Nope. Nope. Chris was better. <laughs> I mean, Chris I was have better. to concur. 
I have to concur. Chris's was better <laughs> by far. Oh my goodness. Well, let's go down the street, make a ride the light left at the stop sign, and that'll bring us to the collector's corner. Yeah, show and tell time. Here at the collector's corner, we take something off our toy chest, something out of our video game case, something of our comic book shelf, and we showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. Gentlemen, what do you got? So I picked this bad boy up a few months ago. I got it in a lot. Yeah, you see it. I got in a lot of comics, so it was kind of a rando. I don't even think they realized what they sent me. This is Iron Man number 128, and it is the iconic... Demon in a Bottle. Demon Demon in in a a Bottle. bottle. Tony Stark, alcoholic, which is a storyline that did not make it into the MCU, sadly. Disney took over and they're like, you know what we're not going to do with Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, right. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. Sure. That's fair. Um, but just such an awesome comic to have in the collection oh and such an iconic cover. Um, this thing at max value is about 800 bucks or so. Um, this particular one is probably yeah. in the 150, 200 range. I would, I uh, would. Guess. So that's not a reprint. That's straight up. That's straight up. That's what I'm saying. I can't believe they sent it to me. Yeah, straight up. Every now and again, some real random happens Someone's on eBay. pissed off. They're like, yeah. what did I just send out? <laughs> oh, wow. You came yeah. up, I, mean, I, I, I paid pay like 50 bucks for the lot, and that guy was in it. So oh, instantly happy about it. Wow. You know? nice. That's dope. That's dope. Nice. Uh, Chris went off camera, went off uh, mic to get a bunch of stuff. So I, I might. Yeah, let me go last. You got. Let's you yeah, go. Oh, go okay. Or I'll go next. I'll go next. I was I was running around looking for um the antagonist, uh, volume one, and then yeah. when I came home, I realized that uh it's online pre order. Yes, on pre order. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's not out yet. Um. So while I was looking, I went into was it Newburgh. Oh. Yeah, Newburgh Comics, the one in Palisades, uh-huh. and I found this. Well, I've been, I've been, well, not, not Newburgh. Excuse me, I went to Hot Topic. That's usually my run. I wrote Newburgh, and then I go to Hot Topic. Um, and then I found this one, which I saw months ago that they released, and I've been looking for it, couldn't find it, and now I got it, and it is complete. Wow. Susano, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea who that is, Rich. Well, I was going to say, what is this? He looks freaking Sasuke's, um, it's like a big kind of like avatar. He has two swords, wings, and he's just a beast. Like he, he pretty much created, he, he manifested them like around him and then see the gem, the gem on his forehead. Uh huh. That's where, that's where Sasuke usually sits at. Right he's purple. Oh, he's that big. Eyes. Yeah. Um, it's dope. So it's like, yeah, it's huge. Where is this from? It's from Naruto. 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 Oh, yeah, like now well, Naruto Shippuden to be Shippuden. correct. Yeah, but yeah, man, I saw that one. I was like, I gotta have it. I don't even have that many Naruto's, but I saw that one. I was like, yo, this one has to be done. I didn't know Hot Topic had a bunch. I know they had Funkos, but I didn't know they had like exclusive. Yeah, That's an exclusive, huh? It's an exclusive. Just at Hot Topic, my guy. There's wow. a couple of them. I got um uh, that Batman, that version of Batman right there is Hot Topic specific. He has battle damage. Oh, from the Batman, excuse me, but uh, yeah, rich man, you're killing the freaking game with these Funkos. Eventually, a Funko has to go on YouTube, and I'm not saying an unboxing because you know, if you don't want to unbox it, but 
you got to do like a Funko collection tour. Oh after. yeah, well, yeah, yeah, a tour, a tour, yeah. Funko tour, a Funko tour. Uh, I gotta find a way to display them all. It's gonna be a nuts. I would even watch that video. <laughs> I definitely would watch that video. Come on, I guess I'll go next. Comment, man. So Jack got me this as a Christmas gift, and uh, I've been meaning to bring it on the podcast because it's very interesting. So he got me this joint. Toy Fair, Jack specific, WWE thing. Ooh. When Jack gave it to me, he was like, I'm not even sure what this is. He gave okay. it to me. And I was sitting down was like a month and a half ago. And I said, well, I was just going through. I said, let me, let me open this up. You know, we got back from vacation uh, seen over the holidays. And I started to open it up and I see a Stone Cold Steve Austin right here. And then a dude was like, dude, why are you opening that? I had someone's over the house. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, is that not an autograph signature? On the bag, and I was like, Jack got me an autographed toy without telling me it's an autographed toy. So I started opening it before I realized I should not open this. I'll tell you what to do buy that sealer off of Amazon and you can reseal it. It won't be perfect, but but still, it's already, I mean, it's already done. Jack, you didn't tell me. (laughs) I started opening, he's like, Wait, 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 is that Stone Cold Steve Austin's signature on the bag? I'm like, Holy crap. So basically, it's uh, Jack specific, and you got a Stone Cold Steve Austin right here, which is a dope figure. Yeah. <laughs> and the bag is signed. <laughs> and the bag is signed. So I'm going to figure out what to do with this. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. The bag is ripped. Man. Man. It's like, wait, oh, only one of the man. best wrestlers oh, of all time signed this toy? <laughs> <laughs> he, he popped that bag like a bag of chips. Like a bag of chips, man. But thank you, Jack. That's my thing. Chris, man, you went on an excursion. So what you I got? Went, so, Jack, how much is that Demon in the Bottle worth? A max value would be 800 but mine's probably uh, somewhere in the 5 to 7 grading. It's pretty what nice. you had a decent one that was signed by John Romita Jr.? What? Oh, That's, wow. That'd be way better. You want to trade? <laughs> <laughs> so this was actually the very, very, very first comic I got signed back when uh, Zuby's Comics and Cards were open in Orangeburg, which was my local comic book store. So I saw the Certificate of Authenticity from 1994. Man. When he wow. did the, Chris. Uh, the signing. Wow. You got to put that in like a proper case, buddy. Yeah, I had it in a Mylar. I got to put it in a Mylar. But yeah. I mean, you. Easily, I didn't need to be a one upper, but I saw it and I was like, "Oh shoot, I got that!" And how the, how the how the corners <laughs> looking on that thing? They're actually pretty decent. They've, it's it's been it's been it's in pretty good shape. I mean, signed without even trying, you probably fetch, and it's by John. You probably fetch easy five hundred bucks without even trying. Hmm. Good to know. Good to know. This was actually so this was this this book was done in seventy nine. So this was actually one of the first books. This was very very early in his career. Yo, this jerk just got that comic sitting in a stack of comics. Said, on I didn't want to uh, Jack, but I got the same thing <laughs> signed. Better. <laughs> yeah. I get excited when you guys show or we talk about stuff, and I have it. I'm like I gotta show mine too. I gotta show mine too. You had a whole stack though. What? 
You know, oh yeah, so I, have, I have a bunch of You didn't of even know where it was. <laughs> well, I had no. I have a, a a section of all signed comics, and it was I was going through the signed comics. Wow, Chris, I got a stack of signed comics. Yeah, Chris came. Well, Chris showed up today, guys. Chris showed up and showed out today. <laughs> I don't even. I'm curious as to what his original show and tell was going to oh, be. Oh, I'll say my original show and tell. My original show and tell was the Platinum Dark uh, Dark Knight Returns Robin figure. The solid gray Robin figure. Oh, you oh. paint it yourself. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you have to paint it yourself, but it comes with the body of the horse, and I just need the Joker, and I can actually put the horse together. Paint it yourself? What is this Walmart where you got to no, bag it yourself? You don't paint on? it yourself. It's just supposed to be like a like an art series. Yeah, it's like so an art piece. It's a sculpt without. Yeah, it's this just, is a reason to sell unfinished toys. Exactly, Rich, Rich, Rich. You know when you had to buy that crappy X Men figure that you didn't want to buy, like Myra McTaggart or like yeah. Bob or like what's right. Chris, because you needed. If you yeah. bought if you bought the one that has color on it, you still get the horse's body. Yeah. So so <laughs> what? Yeah, well, what? Uh, here I am with an unpainted half-ass figure, but it doesn't matter. I have this thing signed. There it is. That's the point, everybody. Well done. Yo, Rich. What's up? Let's talk some anime. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. Listen, I don't have any new animes for you right now, but I do have a new hour-long anime that just came back on. I'm talking about Attack on Titans. Oh. The way they did it is pretty much because, you know, if you watch Attack on Titans, they kind of like do like the, you can tell what commercials will go if they aired it on TV. Mm -hmm. They had none of that. It's just they played a half hour through. Little chapter two, half hour through. And when I tell you the things are getting real, real serious, if you haven't been watching Attack on Titan, you're not caught up. I mean, Attack on Titan starts real, real serious. It does. And it just just gets serious, sir. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) If if you're not caught up on it, I don't know what you're doing with your life. If you haven't seen season four, like, come on now. Come no, I gotta on. watch it. Whenever Rich says, "What are you doing with your life?" I watch Chris. Yeah, I, 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 I listen to the man. I've not been disappointed yet. The carnage that is going on in this thing is, oh my god, it is just, just. Have nuts. you you watched it already? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it last night, and it hit. It's fantastic. It hit. It was hitting. Man, it was hitting. It was because all right. Because right now, just briefly, for even for those who kind of watched it. A thing is happening right now called the rumbling. It's pretty much like an apocalyptic event. All right. I won't tell you exactly what's going on in the rumbling. Don't want to spoil nothing. But it's pretty much an apocalyptic event set off by Aaron. Okay. And my man is just leading the stampede and he he has control of all the Titans, but he left just a few to have control of their own, to have a will of their own. And now he just left them to stop him. Or at least that's that's how I surmise it. They're trying to because they're obviously trying to stop him. But he's, I guess he's trying to do it so he can um, he can kind of get them to stop him from doing like, like he's not, he's not really 100% into what he wants to do. He's like a good 98% right now. But there's a 2% that was like, I hope these guys can stop me, even though it's going to be very, very hard. Mm. That's how I see it. That's interesting. Y'all should be watching this. Yeah, Y'all should be watching this. No, no, I'm, I'm watching. I'm going to jump in. I'm, I'm, I'm looking in my in. eyes. I'm looking Watch you. this. I'm going to watch I'm, this. I'm, 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 I'm watch it. Okay. I'm getting real close, getting real close to y'all's camera. Rich, can I jump on this anime alley segment? Right, go on, go ahead. What you got? I'm gonna jump on. This is really just my pitch to Rich, really, and everyone else listening, but to Rich. 
I binge watched an anime called Erased. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. Top five animes I've ever seen. Top five, guaranteed. I don't even watch a whole lot of animes. So I mean, that, that, that might not mean much. But okay. yo, it hits hard. It has like an 8.9 rating on IMDb on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like a 90% critic score, 89% audience score. Like this thing is amazing. It is the most realistic, dramatic emotional with a bit of supernatural on top it's really good it's really about this guy who has his power to kind of go back in time for five minutes so if like an event happens and he repeats it he's like something's here that i'm supposed to see and stop something happens something happens and he winds up going back in time and he's in his 11 year old body and it's around the time that 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 a schoolmate of his was killed by a serial killer so he's like maybe i'm here to stop that from happening and it's so freaking dark it's hauntingly dark and the manga is even darker they had to they had to cut some stuff out of the out of it because they're like this it'll be too dark like this thing hits it's only twelve episodes it's only one season it finishes okay. dog erased I'm gonna have to check it out it's good I'm pretty it's, on, it's on Netflix yeah. right I, yeah I watch it on Netflix but it might be on you know pretty pretty sure I have it have it saved I just never got around to watching it's, it. gonna it's been in my queue now. for a while now too watch that it it just it hits. I mean, that is an effortless adaption if they want to make a miniseries. It's so cinematic, the storytelling. Like, like it doesn't have a lot of the, the anime things in anime. Like, there's no real huge exposition. Like, it, it, plays, like a, it plays like a TV series. It's dope. It hits. All right. It hits. That's all Check I say. That's all I say. All you'll say. All, all right. I say. I think it's time for some news. Yeah, time for the news. Chris is looking bored. Chris is yeah. well, I tried to watch some anime, but go ahead, Lawrence. Oh, go ahead. Chris is oh, black. He watches go, Dragon man. Ball Z. <laughs> no, I couldn't watch Dragon Ball Z. And I tried, and Hulu has Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball GT, but not Dragon Ball Z. No, Another reason why I hate Hulu. Try to give it one more shot and disappoint me for the very Chris, last time. Watch Erased. It's only 12 episodes. And it's on Netflix. And it's on Netflix. Well, there you go. I'll watch we'll Erased. Um, no, you won't. So, uh, we're going to get an animated movie of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. And we have some voice actors that are cast. We got Jackie Chan as Master Splinter, Seth mm-hmm. Rogen as Bebop, John Cena right. as Rocksteady, Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, Gene oh, uh, Carlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman, um, Post Malone Damn. as Ray Filet. Uh, Hannibal Barris as Genghis Frog, yeah, I remember that. Ice Cube yeah. as Superfly, and Maya Rudolph as Cynthia Utram. And I don't know this actress. I'm going to mess up her name. Ayo Idibiri as April O'Neil. I'm, oh. I'm, 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 I'm conflicted <laughs> when I see 20 well-known actors as the voice talent for cartoons. I'm often what? conflicted. Like, if that were the case... Would some of the voice actors that we celebrate as these iconic voice actors would have never gotten the opportunity because they would have been competing with a rock? Yeah, I get you know, no one competes with a rock, so it's like it's interesting, it's an odd thing to me. But I think, I think for certain cartoons, especially animated movies, to be looked at on the scale of like spend your money at the movie theater, there's got to be a hook, and you can blame Tim Allen and freaking (laughs) Tom Hanks for that. You know, Toy Story, it needed to be like you're coming to the movies and it's more than just what you see on TV. And and not to say that the, the stars are better, 
but they just they're the they're the advertising. They're they're the hook that gets you in. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure there's a voice actor who'll I'm sure there's a lot of voice actors who'll give you us a more compelling splinter, but it's Jackie Chan. Like it just does something to yeah, our I figured doing it like this, you're gonna you're gonna get more people coming to watch it as opposed to because I mean you just put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out there. Most people are just going to be like, ah, it's probably going to be a kid movie. Right. No, What's the difference between one? that versus the other ones? Oh, this right. one has freaking Seth Rogen. TMNT, which I don't think did that well in the theaters. Yeah. So you're right, Jack, but it's just another hook for... But, you know, I'll say when I saw the casting of Bebop and Rocksteady, I was like, that actually be good live action casting for it. Be great live action. I mean, we are... I mean, Seth Rogen killed the Lion King as freaking... <laughs> as, as Pumba, he was Pumbaa, fun. Yeah. Um, we'll see, but they, but they, they did cast comedic actors, which I think have have more of a sensibility for animation than just just movie stars. All these guys have great timing, and we'll see, we'll see. You're right, though. Mahersha Ali was rep- reportedly almost played Joel in The Last of Us. Oh, the Last yeah. of Us actor Jeffrey Pierce, who played Tommy Miller in the games. He played the 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 woman who's like uh the woman who's over that thing that was chasing the black kid, uh her right hand man. He played his brother in the games. And he said that um he told uh he told them that Mahershala Ali was at one point in talks to play Joel before the showrunners cast Pedro Pascal. Interesting. interesting. And of course, right here on the Instagram where I grabbed this from, somebody said, and they should get Ryan Gosling to play Black Panther or the next Martin Luther King. Like wow. it, it all, it's always gonna wow. go all the way. That's 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 a that's a ignorant comment, but there are pros and cons of with someone like Mahershala in that role. Like what Pascal has is so perfect for the part. And Mahershala is an incredible actor, but I don't know that I think he's actually better casting for the role. Well, I mean, I, I think he would kill it. I, it just depends on... Of course he'd kill I mean, it. Even Pedro, pa- Pedro Pascal, to me, looks... The country of uh, Chile is made up of a mixture of people who can look very European or very um, Spanish, Latino. And to me, Pedro looks more on the, the Spanish side. So already he doesn't look like Joel in the games. He he reminds me of Joel, but Joel is straight up like Midwestern, Texas, white American man. And it's it, it's just amazing to me when someone hears Mahershala, they go down that play Martin Luther King, Ryan Gosling, but it's like Pedro's don't look all the way like the game either. So, I well, don't know. but I, but you know, Gosling playing Martin Luther King wouldn't be that far off for this industry. Oh, it's and, happening. Keep it's keep happening. And Julia Roberts is playing Harry Tubman. Actually, I think that almost did happen. But they don't. They were talking about it. Yeah, they were talking. <laughs> well, they tried for it. Um, I'm happy. The only reason I'm happy that it, for I'm um, two reasons I'm happy it didn't go that way. One reason is because Paige was killing it. Second reason is because all the the haters wouldn't even give this show a chance if Mahershala was cast. Like it'll be true. Part of the news cycle would just be negativity. You can't even just watch the show without just Twitter going. Been they're already going crazy over the uh the um the gay themes and the, and the trans themes which are in the game but right. anyways uh yo rich what up Funko is sending 13 million worth of its products to a landfill they need to do better <laughs> Wait, first what? of all they have a lot of idle products that is taking up space I guess sitting in their warehouse so they're just going to dump it why not give them the kids or charity or something? That's what people yeah. are saying. Yeah. 
That's maybe because they're afraid to hurt the brand. That's what a lot of the luxury brands do. Louis Vuitton will burn their unsold items. So you'll How never does it hurt their item. brand? Because, well, I know for a luxury Naturation. brand, mm, yeah, I can see it, where you're going with it, this. It, it, it damages the perception, the value of it. I'm but not saying I, that's what Funko is doing, but I'm saying it's it's not uncommon for a brand, instead of putting stuff on clearance or to sell or to give it away, to actually yeah. destroy unsold product to kind of preserve the the, yeah. the brand image. Yeah, I can see that. Because, I mean, say, say my Susano, right? They got like, you know, a million of these or whatever in in stock that they can't sell. They go out there and just put them out, just give them away. This bad boy won't go up in price. So it's good for, for the, the collectors. It's good for, for the more, collectors. More than likely. Yeah. All right. It's their uh, stuff. They can do what they want with it. <laughs> I mean, but it, it's just crazy. Um, you know, Funko the, is actually the store is down the street. It originated in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Rich, you got to come to L.A., man. Come to where the Dude. funk. Come to Funko Land, baby. Funko Land. I don't know if that's what it's called. Deadpool Tools. Jack Kessie is set to play Hellboy in the new film reboot called The Crooked Man. So we're going to get another Hellboy (laughs) coming out. Is is this one going to be another reboot? Yeah, it's a reboot. So I don't know if if it's animated. I never saw the David Harbour one. It was was lateral. It was uh, R rating. That was the only difference. Yeah. Um, but it's basically just the same movie. I think we can use another Perlman one. That'd be fun. Just throw yeah. out bells and whistles at the Perlman one. Why not? We got all these actors coming back and reprising roles. The Hellboy. Hellboy. Movie. And, and I feel like Hellboy was ahead of its time. Hellboy needed to come out during this time of geekdom. It would kill yeah. in this oh, yeah. era. Yeah. Like, people back then didn't know what to do with Hellboy. <laughs> Casual people like, what is this? Now? Forget it. And then you have that kind of like let it be rated R, and you know it'll make money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, especially mm-hmm. Perlman. I sat in his New York apartment, and he had so much to say about why the movie hadn't been made. And Pacific Rim was another reason why Hellboy 3 never happened. Pacific really? Rim, really? Because he was in Pacific Rim? No, because there was more money from the studios to make a Pacific Rim sequel than there was to make another Hellboy movie. So that's what uh, had happened. Uh, Pacific Rim 2 is not that good, though. No, well, you didn't have... The first one had a bunch of hype behind it. First one had a lot of hype. Um, John Favreau says Grogu was training. That's also what I watched, guys. I did watch Mando. Oh, yeah. Mando. Fun times. I'm like, this is why I didn't like Boba Fett. This is why I didn't like Boba Fett. Because it wasn't Mando. Sorry, Chris. John Favreau says that uh, Grogu was training with Luke for up to two years. I guess that's what was going on. I don't know. But I brought this up to say, John Favreau does not get enough credit. But what he's doing with Star Wars on Disney Plus is, is freaking amazing. And whenever we talk about the MCU and how it's grown and how it's turned into what it is, he we his name never gets mentioned. He yeah. started this whole thing. Yeah, yep. detrimental, yeah. John yep. Favreau is like freaking godfathered this thing. I actually watched a 40-minute... Uh kind of behind the scenes docu thing with Favreau talking about Iron Man and the whole process and how they had models and when they finally brought Robert on and what Dude. that meant to the movie at that time. And, and, like, him, yeah, and, and they name. forget that back then Marvel Studios was pretty much an independent film company. Disney didn't buy them yet. Right, right. So they didn't have the power of the mouse. Like they were like, we got one shot at this. <laughs> 
or it'll become like all the other whack, uh, a lot of other Iron whack Man Marvel Iron Man 1 movies. was so good. I rewatched it you, recently. It's you know so how much good. of Iron Man 1 was actually practical effects? There was a guy yeah. in an Iron Man suit with a blowtorch in that. Yeah. Like, yeah. that, that's a practical that's effect. And now we the the latest Marvel film is Sharkboy, and it's You're just like we're on a soundstage. <laughs> like, yeah. we've changed, baby. Yeah. Um, some toy news. So Hasbro dropped a bunch of toys. I'll go through this pretty quickly. Dropped a bunch of toys that are coming up for pre-order soon. Not yet. I'm excited about this one. We're going to get a Bruce Banner and Hulk that's that cool. Okay. Is that a it's, gray Hulk though? It's a gray. It is gray, gray Hulk. Early, early series. So maybe, um, oh, this might be from like the yeah. first. Yeah, like yeah, the first, first issue Hulk. Yeah. Nice. Um, cool. It was gray. That looks dope. I'm going to want that. Oh, yeah. And then you have like this kind of like first issue Iron Man coming out, which is pretty freaking dope. Cool. Um, and then you got uh, ben, this Ben Riley Spider Man figure. Hey, all right. All right, Rich, you getting into Spider Man's with Hasbro? Getting into Spider Man now. Um, unfortunately, Miles Morales' new look. I guess he's wearing this in the comics now. That's cool. Is that a hoodie? What is that? What does he, he got on there? Yeah, he got a hoodie, Rich. He's black. You know, he got a hoodie. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what they call him in, in Europe, Rich? <laughs> you know what they call him, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, check. Oh, man. You got him. They gave him a. Okay. Yeah, like how so I'm showing the brothers uh Miles Morales and he's like straight out of the streets of New York with a uh, radio oh, that, up to his ear. That's what we do if we were superheroes. We, exactly. exactly. With a boombox from do the right thing. 2023, <laughs> you got a boombox on the sidewalk. Um and this is a dope figure. This is uh in the comics Electra, I guess, took over the Daredevil mantle. Oh, yep. Yeah. So that looks sick. Um, she wearing and pants? This, or those are her legs. What's going on there? She got some thick thighs. Like no, legs. they're like they're like um the ninja kind of pants. Oh, uh, okay. I'm she's not like, Oh yeah, this is a podcast. Yeah. So she's wearing <laughs> a ninja pants in red. It looks. She's dope. got a uh, double D on her chest. Got them double D's on her chest. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a like, I'm a like Jack meant that <laughs> in the most innocent way. She got them double D's. <laughs> we can't talk about toys without talking about McFarland's Winter Showcase. Man, we're getting that Tim Drake Robin figure yeah. yes. coming out. Oh, uh, I'm not gonna yes, get it. I'm not gonna get. It. I'm not gonna get. It. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Look how good Robin. I'm getting this one though. Yes, this old, this Batman Nightfall looking old yep. school. Come on, Chris, you got to get this. I'm, I'm getting around. I'm, Wait, I'm did getting you see it. the Hush Batman he's dropping too? The McFarlane's dropping a Hush Batman. Oh, that's already he, that's already dropped, Jack. That's already. It's so hard to get. I can't get it. Oh yeah, once you miss, sometimes when you miss yeah. the window pre order, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. W- oh play the no, I know where you can get it. Where? I'll send you a link. That that, Europe, that European, that Canadian European site that I got my send it. I'm getting it today, dude. And then we're getting a steel figure, guys. Can we talk about what this actually means? This means that we've got Eradicator, we've got Superboy. Yeah, we're getting steel. He already yep. dropped the Superman of the black suit. What this means is he's probably also now going to make the cyborg Superman for us. That and cyborg. I would put good money on him making a doomsday, doomsday. figure in the next Doomsday is going to be the time. $20 deluxe figure. I guess. So what? Yeah. yeah. All right. It needs to be like double size though. It needs to be. Like a 10-inch Have you foot. seen the freaking um, the Banes and the, the, the man bat figures he comes with? The deluxe ones? No. Yes. That's going to work. Yeah. That's I have the clay work. face. The, the, That's, the clay face is huge. 
Yo, I just want to publicly say, McFarlane, if you are giving us a death and return toy line of Superman action figures, thank you, thank you, thank now, you. I'm gonna say this because Jack, you got caught up with it. Yeah. You bought you bought your Hush Superman figure, and it yeah. has the angry face. Yes. We're getting this figure. So lame, <laughs> the Superman figure <laughs> with the regular face. Now, for those of you collecting McFarlane figures who don't get into like toy news like I do, know this. If there's ever a figure coming out, if there's ever a figure coming out and it has a no kind head. of weird face. I took his head off. <laughs> if there's ever a figure coming out and it has a weird face and it's a it's gold weird. label package, there's going to be a normal one coming out eventually. <sighs> if it's a gold a label year. figure, just Cause I'll say this though. So I did get the gold label uh, Hush yeah. figure, and the colors of his suit are perfect. perfect. Like perfect. they are perfect. You and you got that S on the back. Yeah. But his that? mug is so ridiculously ugly, and it's got this weird gray. Because it's supposed cast. to be when he's fighting and fighting Batman and Jack. The the black hand with the ring that goes to Hush Batman. I mean, yeah, if you get the Hush yes. Batman figure, that's yes. the interchangeable hand. Yeah. yeah um, right. Chris, not for the statue, but for wow. the toy we know is coming. We got this Michael Keaton Batman McFarlane statue, that which means you know that the seven inch figure is coming. It's from uh, yeah. it's, it's the Batman 89. 89. No, 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 it's not, Jack. It's from no, the Flash. Oh, look like somebody's <laughs> getting educated. <laughs> They're also getting this Ezra Miller statue, which is pretty probably going to sit. <laughs> no one's probably going to buy it. Well, they're also, I hear they're also going to delay its drop. Uh, Jack's a hater. <laughs> they better not. Because, Rich, we need this, though. Oh, we're I getting what the 1989, but actually the new Flash movie Batmobile that will fit a seven-inch Batman figure. Oh, that this is, is going to be huge, and it's going man. to be it's going to be like perfect. a two-foot car, at least, baby. Getting its own shelf. I'll tell you that right now. Real quick, other news, man. We're getting a Detective Pikachu too. We got a director signed. Oh, we're getting some more. Pikachu for you Pokemon fans out there. I haven't seen the first one, but I heard Which it was one? really good. You haven't seen the first one? I'm not a Pokemon guy. I don't, I'm not a Pokemon guy. It was like I watched good, it. Actually. I don't remember all of it. I'm not a Pokemon guy. But we're getting it, so that's freaking cool. Um, Creed 3 took over the box office. It is now, it's the highest grossing in its in the three film saga. It took in uh, fifth. <laughs> Where's it? It's 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 gonna. I think it's taking in like fifty eight million dollars. Yes, fifty eight point seven million dollars in its opening out. weekend. The first one was twenty nine point six, and the second was thirty five point five. So good for them. Good for them. Uh, Jeremy Renner, man, some uplifting news. Jeremy Renner was hospitalized after a horrific accident. Um, Evangeline Lilly, his co star, his Marvel co star, went to go see him. She said she walked into his house and like. And got like goosebumps, chicken skin, because she was like, why are you mobile? How are you mobile? What's happening? He's she expected him to be life. bedside and hold his hand while he moaned. But he was wheeling himself around laughing with his friends. Um, she said, it's a miracle. It's a straight up miracle. He's made something really he's, he's made of something really tough. You've always been able to see that in him. And he's recovering incredibly. Uh, Paul Rudd also had a chance to go check out him and said he's doing great. He's doing well. Uh, and Renner recently revealed on an Instagram post that he had broken over 30 bones and shared his gratitude for support. He's doing morning workouts. 
Um, his resolutions all changed this particular year. He wrote, he spawned from the tragedy, but he is getting it in, guys. And um, he says, uh, what's, what did he say, Jack? He said, um, he won't, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. So, all right. So freaking superhero for real. Yeah. Dude. Man, well, but. And, and, and he got hurt helping the neighborhood, just being a good neighbor. Yeah, man. Dude. Living that superhero life. All right. I mean, there's a story about on the set of Smallville, or they were shooting and Tom Welling was out or whatever, or he was just out on location and a woman got mugged and he chased down the mugger. Oh. Like, when you're casting someone who's a hero, specifically, yeah. a, like, like you can get good actors, but there has to be like this innate, there's an unspoken, un, unidentifiable quality about them. It's like you buy that when they walk on the room, when they step in a frame, you as an audience just feel safer seeing their face. There's a reason I, why that happens. Um, I had a similar experience with Lawrence, actually. Ah! Oh, I thought you were about to say you chase someone down on your bike. No, Jack's, Jack's ridiculous. <laughs> Jack is a superhero, too. Let me tell y'all what happened. Okay. We were shooting this independent thing I was doing. It was really late at night. And we were, uh, I was driving my dad's car. I think Jack was driving a it's car. In New we York. Dropped, we dropped people off into New York City from where I lived in Rockland County. And I stopped in to get an energy drink because I've been up for like over 24 hours. You went to get like some Skittles in a and I went to get like a Red Bull and a Skittles from like Dwayne Reed. I come out and I'm like, what happened? Jack tore off down the street because he so, thought that I chased a guy so, who mugged somebody or something. Yeah. So what, what? happened was I'm talking to Jason and I turn my head to the left and I see someone who is about six foot four and wearing the same exact clothes and hoodie that Lawrence was wearing when he walked into the store. And what happened was a guy in front of that guy stole a woman's purse and started running. And the guy who I thought was Lawrence looked exactly like Lawrence in the same freaking clothes tore off after the purse thief. And I go, Lawrence needs us. And I jump out of the car as Jason's going, Jack! And I'm already yeah. gone. I'm, I'm three blocks down the road. And I am running like the flash. And I'm like jumping over like barriers, sliding over a car hood. Back to I'm football like, parkour. Like, my boy needs me. I'm, I have got his six. And, and Lawrence starts slowing down. And I'm like, we're so close to the purse thief now. Why is he slowing down? And and so I'm like, I slow down to catch up with them. And as I get alongside them, I look and it's not Lawrence. It's not Lawrence at all. And then I look and the purse thief turns the corner. And so now two things happen. I'm a racist who thought my best friend was someone else. And I profile. And the purse thief is gone. While I'm so walking cool. out of Dwayne Reed, like, where'd everybody go? Munching on his Skittles, drinking where, his Red Bull. Where'd Jack yeah. go? Where's Jack's that? about that life, though. I'll tell you that but right you now. You know what? Who's You know who's not about that life? Jason. <laughs> Jason? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the yeah. yeah, Candace was there like, let me tell you, Jack, Jack, Jack's about to die. Jason? <laughs> <laughs> Jason had a lot of logic. He was like, why would you chase after him? They could have had a gun. Jack is like, I thought that was Lawrence. And I'm like, wow, man. But I, but it, the, the Jack thought I had the level of character. 
<laughs> I can't tell you if I would have or not, but the oh, fact that great. he thinks I would. Well, Lawrence did spend a year wearing a Superman outfit under his normal clothes. So a year, Jack? It's probably in there. <laughs> this might have been longer right. than a year. A year, <laughs> been, a year that you know about. A year that you know about. Oh, man, but uh, that's the news. That was the news. Yo, Rich. What was that? Stop laughing, man. Okay. Chris, I'm not... It's time for the big get serious, Jack. Let's get, get ready to rumble. All right, Jack extended this question probably like a month ago. And I said, this ain't got no legs. And he debated me and in the text message. I said, you know what, fine. Maybe this has legs. Let's see. Who would win in the all-you-can-eat hot dog contest and how would they rank? Superman versus the Flash versus the Hulk versus Sonic versus Luffy. Luffy. The monkey. Luffy? Luffy. Luffy the monkey. Luffy the monkey. Speaking of which, Jonathan Majors in that pink right. ebony cover. Thank you. Was was, was was caught, was doing that off of um, One Punch, the character in One Punch anime. He was inspired. He dressed ah. up as the, the, guy, the, the guy in pink or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, who would win? Hot dog eating contest rules usually are you have a certain amount of time to eat as many hot dogs as you can. Once the time goes off, we see what is left. I didn't even read that hot dog eating contest. I just I just saw who would win and then just read the names. I'm like, okay, well, it's gonna be interesting. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's there's like only one right answer here. Yes, guys. there is only one right answer. And that is there- answer is the Hulk. You Chris no! how ah! you related? You're so how wrong. are we related? You're how like you are so wrong. Who are you gonna say? Flash? Flash eats a lot, but in short, he just eats off often. Not a lot. He can often. though. He can though. Often. Often. If this was a hot, if this was a hot dog eating contest, how much you can eat? How many hot dogs you can eat in sixty seconds or two minutes or whatever? The Flash is beating everybody. No, this is why y'all need to watch more anime because yes. Monkey D. Luffy is demolishing. Thank Rich. you. About wait, no, I told no, you, Lawrence. wait, super so serious. So super speed doesn't matter. No, anyway, have you ever seen? He had a super, super speed how, when he's eating. How, the Flash has a finite. Uh, no, he uh, doesn't. His whole, yes, he does. His whole system is metabolizes. If he wants, so he can eat, 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 eat. Where no, you getting he, your information from? He's gonna go through and eat like five or ten fast and be like, "Oh, I'm full." But he'll be done. No, he's not No, he's not. And the Hulk is—he's gonna eat like thirty of them before the Hulk gets one to his mouth. He's grab, the Hulk is gonna grab like ten of them at a time. Like, bam, bam, bam. And in Hulk number six, they said the matter he gets. The more food he can eat. Yes. What? So that is, that is not that even thing? true. No, it's not. But it sounds like <laughs> I'm about to go. In a way. No, it's all not. these facts are made are up anyway. You guys are chipping. Someone who can move at the speed of light is clearing that plate before these guys can get the hot dog to their mouth. I don't care what how fast Luffy is or he wants to eat hot dogs. Super speed beats. Wait, but he's also the got the, but it's also, you know how one punch man is as strong as the content needs him to be. That's mm-hmm. where Luffy has an edge because it's the his content makes it where the Flash would wait. Where'd all the hot dogs go? And Luffy had already eaten them. And you just got a big old chipmunk cheeks the size of freaking beach balls <laughs> on the side. Yeah, like plot and he's armor. munching them all. So is plot armor his superpower in this debate? Yeah, well, we'll I mean, isn't plot armor everyone's superpower? <laughs> Fine. The Flash is super speed. He metabolizes at a high rate. He'll clear all, right. all the 
plates off before they say go. Like, Hang on, let me here? let me throw some well, numbers. Before at they you say guys. go, that means he's cheating already. He ain't sound like a good. He ain't sound like an upstanding guy. There it is. All right. Oh my. Oh, it's Wait, fine. He's cheating now. All right. In the CW Flash series, Barry Allen told the told his friends that he needs to consume about ten thousand calories a day. The Hulk in Hulk form. First consumes- of all, we can't use the CW as a metric for this character. I'm just putting that out there. Well, hang on. You cannot Hulk... use the CW's version of the Flash as a metric. But but this is but here's what you here's what I'm trying to build at. The CW says ten thousand calories. If you read the Green Arrow comic book number twenty six, Flash tells Green Arrow that he needs to consume fifty times his body weight in an average day. Fifty times his body weight is about four million calories a day. Because he's he's uh, 170 pounds, which means he's consuming 4.5 tons of food a day, which is what an average person eats in five years. So there's a big discrepancy between what version of a character you're even yeah, talking about. I, I just Googled how many calories does a Flash eat in a day. It says 4.5 tons, which is about 4,250,000 calories. Which is what I just said. That's based well, off of the one comic book, though. Well, we based which, them off of comics, not CW shows. So come on. Baby. Which is based off the comics. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're not watching them. But but based off the comics, Superman might have the edge because unlike the Flash, Superman is just an, an he's got an atomic reactor. So anything he's eating is actually just phased into atoms the second it if, hits his If, like, if the ground. debate is whoever taps out first. I'll, yeah, I won't say the Flash will win. But if it's like a hot dog eating contest where it's timed, that's mm-hmm. where the Flash wins. If you're saying whoever taps out, yeah, the Flash doesn't win. He'll tap out. I don't think he taps out first, but he taps out. The thing about Luffy is his superpower is kind of like uh, Mr. Fantastic. He's incredibly stretchy. He's rubber. And so the he just he has infinite space. He's never going to run out of space. So if it's a timed thing, then the, the, the clock starts being the thing that matters the most. No, 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 right. no. Jack, Jack, hold up, hold up. You're forgetting one thing. When they go into the little fighting cloud thing when they're fighting over stuff, you don't know yes. exactly how fast he's moving, okay? But speed clearly light, when he's in there, light, he's beating everyone. Speed of everyone's light. Beating, speed, he's getting beat. The no, flash the, speed, fight, the speed of fight clouds. How about that? If the flash <laughs> runs too fast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> If the Flash runs too fast, he literally jumps forward in time. He time travels by accident if he moves too fast. Well, That's that means fast he, that means the hot dog is going too far in time. He needs to put it in his mouth, not not ahead of That's time. What okay? That's what she said. 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 I think it's also worth noting that the person who holds the world record for most amount of hot dogs, the contest is normally set at ten minutes. And his uh, name is Kobayashi, and he ate 110 hot dogs in I 10 minutes. He still holds it. I thought it was yeah. Joey something, the guy from the throne. Did he lo- did he get dethroned? I thought he did, but I don't know. My hot dog, my hot dog knowledge is uh, dated at best. It's dwindling. Yeah. All right, so let's rank them up. <laughs> um, my ranking is the Flash. Luffy, I put some respect on his name. Superman, 
Hulk. I'm sorry. I don't even know why Sonic's on this list. Sonic Sonic is akin to the Flash, and he eats chili dogs. He eats an average, doing nothing, he eats an average of uh, 1,600 chili dogs a day. That's the problem, man. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 1,600 pounds of chili dogs a day. Sonic has mad high cholesterol. (laughs) He does. Like I said, if it was a contest of who taps out first, I have a different ranking. I have a different ranking. But yeah, but it's a hot dog eating contest. It's not who can eat the most volume indefinitely. It's who can eat the most volume in a set period of time. That's how I right. That's and anytime I put a set period of time, I got to use a speedster. Yeah, but my thing with the speedster is that he's going to hit his max and he's going to be done. So he could, he's going to, he's going to he bur- eat and then be full and be done. And just someone be, that just can it. move that fast, that can gener- generate that much heat and movement, burning calories, he's not going to get full. Why Superman actually might eating. win that because the Flash might eat the most amount of hot dogs in a second, but then there's 10 more minutes left on the contest, right. and That's Superman's right. so, just so the, flash can, take, the flash can take a break and still be ahead of them and then eat a bunch of like eat a million in, in real fast and then take a break so, so here's, here's, here's <laughs> are we really arguing about who could eat the most hot dogs Jack, this wait, is your wait, question wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> so, so there's a website that actually took this into account and they said theoretically the whole can eat unlimited amount because his healing factor i don't believe that you're reading a website in real life <laughs> <laughs> i don't believe you i think you're looking at your screen your screen's not even over there. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. Look, look. Theoretically, I'm looking at the screen. All right, for the it's podcast. Incredible. Chris, Chris wow. just pulled up his screen. This, this is going right. to be a YouTube video for sure. All right. Hold up. I'm going to let's just give our ranks and then I'll run it through to see who collectively wins the contest. All right. I said, right, so, uh, oh, I we got to rank them? Oh, okay. Flash. Um, Luffy, Superman, Hulk, Sonic is me. Flash, Luffy, Superman, Hulk, Sonic, Hulk, Sonic. Okay, Chris. Hulk, I guess Luffy. From what I've learned about Luffy in these past <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> uh, Superman, Flash, Sonic. You put Flash as number four? Yeah, I'm telling you, he's gonna run to a, he's gonna run to a limit. That's it. Same right. with Sonic. Rich, uh, I'm going Luffy. Sonic, you're ridiculous. Flash, you Superman, did that just, you just and then Hulk. You're just petty. You're petty, Betty, man. <laughs> All right, I think I've actually got the definitive ranking on this. Um, and and I use the logic of like how One Punch Man works in his content. I think Luffy wins based off of who he is in his content and how he's regarded as food. Then animes sometimes don't have to make sense. He would win the contest. Flash would take second. Superman. A close third, uh, Sonic, then Hulk. Oh, you said Sonic, then Hulk. Chris, Hulk is not winning a hot dog eating contest. Did you just see what I showed you? His stomach would burst and would just heal, and he would just keep eating. So theoretically, it's an unlimited amount of food. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They all Don't all these guys on this slip have some form of healing? They all do. Not Sonic. Well, metabolism's a hell of a thing, you know? Well, Flash has speed healing. Yeah, yeah, but by are. but by that logic, what Wolverine's gonna eat the most? <laughs> yeah, Chris. One Galactic yeah. gonna eat the most because he's so big. <laughs> Stop side shaming him, Lawrence. Stop body shaming Hulk. Stop body shaming Okay, 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 okay. So, since there isn't a clear enough winner, 
we have taken our rankings and tallied them up. Jack, what do we got? All right. So uh, we'll think of it like golf. The lowest score wins. They could have scored one through five. Um, so they could have the lowest score they could have gotten was a four. That would have put them in first place as the winner. The highest score they could have uh, tallied would have been a 20, right? I don't know what the heck you just said, but if you say so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was five characters we were talking about and we each ranked them one through five. Right. So I've tallied their scores. Whoever had the lowest score, meaning whoever was ranked in the first one position by golf rules, lowest score wins. All right. So in the fifth, in fifth place, Sonic with a 17. Yep. In fourth place, sorry, Chris, the Hulk with a 15. Mm -hmm. In third place, Superman with a 13. Mm -hmm. In second place. Only one person said Flash, so it's Flash. Flash with a 10. And in the first place slot, Monkey D. Luffy. With a six. Luffy. Very biased choice you had there. Mars is angry. Very biased choice you guys had there. There's no logic or science. Once Jack said plot armor is the reason why I bowed out. You're talking about logic and science for animated characters? What are we talking about? There's a space-time continuum. There's a speed of light. And I'm... (laughs) Listen. Listen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. I'm going to figure this out for real. <laughs> well, that's our debate. Let us, I, this is going on YouTube for sure, just for the ridiculousness of it. So let us know in the comments section who you think would win in a hot dog eating contest. I can't, like, I got so worked up over a hot dog, a theoretical hot dog eating contest. Where I, I want a hot dog. Tell you the truth. <laughs> I want a hot dog. <laughs> kind of do too. Okay. Let's get to the reason why we're here. It's time. For the main event. Creed 3. The hold on. Five, six, ninth movie within the Rocky universe. Nine movies all together. This thing started. And the only one without Rocky. Right. There's a picture of him somewhere behind a glass. Real small Polaroid. Um, so let's let me give you the uh synopsis, spoiler free. And then we will tell you our, no, I'm not giving you, yeah, the synopsis is spoiler-free. Then we're going to give you our spoiler-free thoughts. Let's go to IMDb. Here we go. Adonis has been thri- has been thriving in both his career and family life. But when a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy resurfaces, the face-off is more than just a fight. Creed 3. Between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> You know, it was the 90s, it would have had that under it. Yeah. <laughs> a rock in a hard place. Oh, man. Yo, I love this joint. I thought it was great. I, I I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed Rocky movies. I would say that it's probably my fourth favorite out of the bunch. Rocky 1, 2, 3, and then probably Creed 3 out of all of them. I haven't seen maybe Creed. I got to go back and watch Creed 2. The Drago thing hit for me. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I liked it better than Creed One. I mean, it, de- it delivered what it promised, right? So you know, you're not gonna go in there expecting, you know, moving 
Oscar caliber stuff, but if you want to go in there, see a guy get beat up, and see a guy work hard in a dope training montage, it's gonna give you what 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 you know. We'll say Rocky One was nominated for Oscar. Well, for the record, Rocky was nominated for like ten Academy Awards, and it won, I think, like three. It definitely won Best Picture. That's true, but we have seen this movie many, many times. That's the thing. If we've seen this in Sopranos, we've seen this trope where you know. Something happens, and the you know the friend goes to jail, takes the fall. The friend comes out, and they say, you know, you're living my life. It happened in Sopranos. It's happened a ton of. It's you know, it's a trope, yeah. but uh, <clears throat> it's I mean, it was it delivered what it promised, so I can't be mad at that. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the movie, but I also enjoyed it the first time I saw it when it was called The Warrior. No, really? no, no, no that was the Tom Hardy. It's basically the same movie. You just you're missing uh, the father figure. Is it? Yeah. Two brothers battle it out, ultimately just to learn that, uh, you know, their heart is more important than the friendship conflict. Is, friendship is the biggest prize of all. I can say that about, I can say about all Rocky movies. I love Except that as much as this one, Rocky one. You can make an argument that this isn't a Rocky movie. It's not a Rocky movie. And thank you. It's the only one without Rocky. It's in the universe. It's a Creed movie. It's called Creed. Yeah, but the other Creed movies are Rocky movies, especially the first Creed movie. Yeah, and the only reason that Creed movie took over the way it took over is because Rocky's in that movie to validate the movie. But then eventually, and we'll get into this. Eventually, it has to stand on its own. Eventually, well, the story's got to stand on its own, but that doesn't mean that you don't. The 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 reason we'll Rocky's get... in there isn't because they didn't want to fan service the character, and they obviously there was room for it. That's not why. I know it's not why. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we'll talk. We'll get into it. Rich, how? What, what did you think? That was all right. It was entertaining to a degree. Fell asleep at the end. Okay. You fell asleep at the end? He fell asleep. asleep. Rich, tell them when you fell asleep. I fell asleep at the end fight, yeah. (laughs) Wait, hold on. You see your dad asleep? How are you sleeping? I stayed awake for every bit of it until that end fight. And I'm just like, and I woke up and I'm like, I already knew how it ended. Like, I didn't even but you knew that before it. it started. Like, you knew exactly how the movie was going to pan out before you said that, before yeah, the movie started. Pretty much, yes. That's yeah. every Rocky movie except part one. Except <laughs> for Creed 1, yeah. And Balboa, he loses in Balboa, spoiler alert. And I guess, and Creed 1, he lost in Creed 1. Lost in Creed so one. every now and then they lose, and but most of the time they win. Yeah. He lost in Creed 1 at the end. He did, but then Wait, did you, Creed 3. Hang on, people watch Rocky movies usually for two reasons, with the exception of the first one. Training sequence and ending boss fight. And you fell asleep <laughs> during the ending boss fight? That's the most important part. Yeah. Wow. When did you wake up? Uh, When they're in the locker room. Oh, my oh, God. Shoot. Oh, team. shoot. <laughs> they KO'd Rich. Let's spoil this. I don't know what to say thing. about this. Let's yep. get into it. Uh, spoilers. We're going to recap this thing. And as we go down the road, we're gonna all going to jump in with our thoughts. We might as well start from the beginning. By beginning, I mean before this movie started. Here's the stuff about Sylvester Stallone. Let's just get into Sylvester Stallone, right? So, originally, I believe there, he was there was space for him in this bad boy. Stallone didn't want to be in it for a few reasons. One in which has to do with the uh, the producer of it, which is he's been producing the Rocky movies since I think Rocky Two. Um, Erin Winkler or something. And they have beef. Uh, basically, it was at a time where if Special Alone knew what he knew now, he would never sold the rights. Yeah. And, he, and the fact that he doesn't have control over these characters he created and 
you know, he just has bad blood with his producer, stuff we probably will never know. But basically, that's a big reason why. And then, of course, this is where it gets weird for me. He says that uh, it's a regretful situation because I know what it could have been. It's taking a direction that is quite different than I would have taken it. Uh, I like my heroes getting beat up, but I just don't want them going into the, that dark place. I just feel people have enough darkness. And I read that way before the movie came out. And I saw the movie and I'm like, it doesn't have the hope theme like Rocky does. But this isn't like some dark tale either. It's not I darker than Rocky Four when Apollo dies. No, you know, I think they cut some of the... I think what we're seeing finished product cut stuff out of that script. Mm-hmm. Especially that flashback. I, I I think that that gun probably got fired at some point. I think it was yeah, probably was years. a darker... Yeah, 18 years. That's what I'm saying. I think it was a darker story, and I think that's some of what Stallone was saying. The script had a darker theme than he thought was necessary. There was a falling out over creative dispute about it but i think some of that darkness he was talking about ultimately never saw the final cut i think it it got tossed yeah i i I don't know based off of what i did see and even if the gun did get shot it's like when you watch rocky one you see a representation of italian american culture you know you see rocky he's a freaking loan shark you know it's it's, it's brutal and you see that he has the priest like it represents the culture and this one represents yeah. a different culture. And this kid Adonis did grow up in a group home. He did. Well, I don't think he was talking about race when he was talking about darkness, Lawrence. Right. But guns do pop off in the hood. And if he's from <laughs> Crenshaw, <laughs> I mean, that's what goes down. So maybe I will so say this. Though, like that, I so. felt like there was a lack of a hero in this story because by the end of this, I'll say Rocky movie, uh, even though it's Creed movie. Um, I was never rooting for Creed. Creed throughout the film is depicted as someone who was in the wrong, who caused the event that cattle, the catalyst for everything. When, when he finally finds out that his mom was hiding the letters, he never rectifies that with Jonathan Major's character. Like all throughout the film, Jonathan Major's character is a hundred percent vindicated for the way he deports himself. So then for him, to lose the battle at the end to subsequently the actual villain of this story, Creed, was kind of upsetting for me. I wouldn't go so far as say he was the villain, but there was some times where I'm like, you got some Jake Sully-ish tendencies here. Because- you say Jake Sully? He is the yeah. Jake Sully of this content. I give because- you that. What I, what I liked about this movie that I felt like it represented people groups and not Rocky's mad cookie cutter. Okay, the, the Russian was bad. The American was good. Rocky right. beat most of the people. Rocky beat was foreigners or black people. <laughs> like right, like <laughs> Mr. T, Apollo Creed, freaking uh, Rocky, uh, Rocky Balboa with Bernard Tarver, and then like the Russian dude. Wow. <laughs> like so, he, it, it it played into a, a specific kind of trope. The white America was beating foreigners and black folk through the whole Rocky series. <laughs> so Wait, when we wh- get- what about uh the street fight? Which is arguably also not a Rocky movie. And it was the only time he fought another white guy was in the streets. <laughs> it's the only other time he fought a white American. Um, not to forget, but Don King was behind him, pushing him and manipulating him. That Don King black character. But basically, oh, yeah. so Tommy Gunn represented like Mike Tyson, kind of like represented that impressionable brute that went in the wrong direction. But what I liked about this is that 
it wasn't that hopeful story. Because it's like, if you're not going to have Rocky in it, then don't do Rocky. Give me something different. And what I loved at the end in the boxing match, and we'll get there, is it ain't about who wins. I cared more about, like, who needs to lose this fight so they can reconcile? It no, wasn't about... I'm but, but, that's but, why but, I say it was very reminiscent of the warrior. The older brother had to win so he could set the younger brother right, who had all the baggage. But which, in this case, when Creed wins so he can be the older brother figure, even though he's the younger of the two, what what he says is, he, and that when you finally woke up, Rich, he takes responsibility for what he'd done. But subsequently, right after, Jonathan Majors says, you were a kid. And so suddenly the whole thing is spoon-fed resolution for us that means very little. But I think that Creed had to, like, if, if, if Dane won, he would have never had that. Creed That's, had to yes, win he had for to them win. both to have humility. Yeah. Just and, like the Warrior. That's what I'm saying. If yeah, Tom Hardy fine. had won, there was no there, there was, was no redemption for the character. And if Jonathan day, Majors wins, there's no redemption for anybody. And right. for Dame, yes, Creed did beat up a guy in a group home that was beating the crap out of the kids there. He saw me, saw red. Dame still had a gun on him. Dame still had a rap sheet. So it wasn't right. like Creed did this thing and the innocent guy went away. It's like no, the guy who had mad priors who had a gun that was probably illegal, <laughs> went away. So, right. so they're but, not, you know, and it's, it's not like one's innocent and one's not. Right. And I got that. And I was, I was fine with that. You know, I I understand how, okay. I didn't fault Creed for what he did where I had a problem with Creed is when he came to him, he's like, yo, you put me on, I'm ready to go. And he was so, so this guy was your brother. You called him your brother and you're in a position where you can put your brother on and, Instead of being wholeheartedly 100% about it, he wrestled with it and wrestled with it and wrestled Chris, with it. That's why, that's why I loved it. Because so much in the black community, you have like LeBron James and guys who pop off and they are challenged with how much do I put my people on? And to mm -hmm. watch him struggle with that and make the wrong decisions because it's uncomfortable. Like there's so many themes of black men dealing with mental health, black men dealing with vulnerability, black rich. Over the Christmas break, you gave me a hug, and I was uncomfortable because I'm like, you "What is very this? uncomfortable?" I got like, I got a picture right here. I got, I, and 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 when Rich gave me a hug, he was like, "Come on, man!" I'm like, "This is weird for me." And to me, this movie represented all that stuff. It represented how much there isn't. We we're, we're like for black men in America, there isn't a brotherhood. It's crabs in a barrel. So you got this guy like they like they didn't have that language, Chris to do the thing that they eventually can do at the end of the movie. It I, is that thing. And that, I that, can't that, speak to the nature of some of that, but, but I would say thematically what happened for me was there was a conflict of interest because by the time he did put majors up to fight the guy, there was this real disparity. And the irony of that, or the odd thing about that for me was they were both fighting out of his gym. So no matter who won, it was good for his gym. Right. You know what I mean? And so why yeah. Jonathan Majors had two rando dudes in his corner made no sense. Why Jonathan Majors had I don't had know, though. No they, weren't, they weren't rando dudes. Okay, but he had like two guys. They both had two his, guys. He had he, a trainer. No, 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 no. One was the golden boy and treated like the golden boy. But He's Majors character. Okay, but listen. But Majors' character wasn't even treated like Creed's friend. I disagree you know? with you. I disagree. 
I disagree with that. This dude said, I'm going to take you. You don't have any professional credits. You don't belong here. At the end of the day, it's going to be a dope freaking payday. You're going to get paid for this fight when you probably will lose. And guess what? He is our champion. He represents the gym. We invested millions of dollars into this guy's training. I'm going to give you a shot. You're probably going to lose, but you make like 100 grand. I, what's the problem? That's talking the about problem? a couple of weeks out of jail. You gonna make a hundred grand? I mean, what are we talking yeah. about? Like, so, so, so that's the part. That's the part I, I I was okay with because that's the part I saw him conflicted. Like he wanted his boy to do well, but his he's also invested so much in this guy, and I was good with him being kind of torn between two worlds because mm-hmm. in real life that's how you'd be, right? Because you're like I gotta kind of stay neutral, but I don't know where I'm gonna. You know, I can't show. I don't know where to show my allegiance. That wasn't my problem. My problem was before that. He should just put him on and be like, let me figure this but out. I'm, but but, I, but, I, but I, he I, never I, even said good fight. You know? Like, there's no there's no world where Jonathan Major's character isn't vindicated. For no, he, 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 he went and saw him and he said, do your thing. They said good fight in their own way. Yeah. That's where I woke they, up they, at. I saw that. I definitely saw that part. He said... They, they, he woke had, up. He, in the I woke begin- up. No, in I'm the talking about when Major's fights... He went. He went to the locker room. He said, "Do your thing." He said, "He said, but not after. But not after the fight. No, because he saw him freaking cheat. Yeah, and bust up the dude. Yeah, you know. And and the dude that warned him was say it again. He's Bernard Hopkins. Bernard Hopkins came out of jail at like thirty something and became a champion after he came out of jail. And Bernard Hopkins fought mad dirty. See, he's beat up. That's it. And and when when Creed saw. Those those dirty moves against his prize fighter first. That's just a bad look as a, as you're 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 running a promotion. Well, the irony was he didn't need it. He was clearly depicted as the better fighter. He didn't I need think, to fight. Better. I think he did need it. He didn't start getting the upper hand until he threw that shot to the shoulder. Mm. Yes, because yes. at, 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 at the end of the day, this guy is still a seasoned fighter. He may not have your power. That's the thing you kept saying in the beginning. It's not about power. It's about timing and finesse. And that guy could have finessed him. And let's go before that. Let's go before that. I wish that they actually would have introduced Rocky more in this section. I was waiting for it. Because for me, that's how you promote this fight, right? Everybody's like, this is ridiculous. Some unknown guy. It's like Adonis Creed is doing what his father did. Apollo Creed sent out a challenge to some random dude in Philadelphia. And it gave us one of the best boxing champions of the world. I was like, this is where you insert Rocky effortlessly. Right. To even justify why this fight is even happening, and they they, well, they mentioned it like kinda. barely, but I'm like, this would have been the focal point. I agree this with that, be- but then also, I, like, they should have brought him in because I feel like he needed kind of a, a father figure. Even though Rocky wasn't that great of a father to his own kid, he still probably would have dropped some gems. Well, I think. Well, this, in the training this- montage, you felt the deficit of Rocky's character. We I- felt. A deficit for the catalyst, like that's, it was a weak. That's where catalyst. I just. That's where I disagree, and I'm not saying that they they filled the role. But what's beautiful about Rocky Three is that Mickey dies, his father figure dies, he has no one to lean on, he has to go on his own. That's what makes him train with Apollo Creed. That's what makes him have to learn new things because he lost that thing. But that's we, not what happens here. He doesn't we, learn new things or train with someone new. That's what we miss. We don't miss like you don't have Rocky anymore. So now we get to see the man you have to become on your own. Right. That's not so, what this movie was. So it's not, I don't miss Rocky. I just miss that evolution of his character. But Rocky he wasn't going to train him in a fighting way. Rocky would have trained him in a, an emotional way. Right. But for this lead character to stand on his own two feet, 
Rocky didn't have an emotional father figure. He we we loved Rocky because we saw him go through it. Like we eventually your lead has to be able to go through it. They may not have given you enough to fill that up on his own. But Rocky, Rocky, Rocky's story ended. Like we saw him deal with Adrian and Rocky Balboa. We saw him deal with his son in the last one. We saw him deal with Apollo in the last one. Drago finally, like his okay, story. Let me is ask, over. let me ask you this. I'm not saying his story's not. Did this movie would this movie have benefited in any way being the ninth movie in the Rocky verse to actually have Rocky in it, even for a scene? For me, one scene, the funeral. That's it. I needed him there in the mother's funeral. Oh. Yeah. How was he not I there for it. that? I just, just didn't, didn't want to do it. So I was hoping that there was going to be some type of mention, but then I'm like, that might feel cheap. Like, like we're mad that you don't mention him, but if you do mention him, we'll be like, is he only mentioning him because he doesn't want to be there? So it's well, kind of like... You could have faked the shot. Yeah, then we would have still felt like that was whack. AI. AI, I was, like, off in a corner standing by a nah, tree. Nah, just a big dude, and, a big uh, oversized dude. Uh, Jack, yeah. you would have you called crap all over that. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't with that. That's such a weird thing, man. If Tessa Rocky came in and saw, if Tessa came in and said to Adonis while he was sitting there after the funeral and said Rocky called, he wasn't able to get to. He lives in Philly. He's not in L.A. We would have still been like, you only said that. Like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, it's a um, weird thing. It's a weird thing. I thought Michael B. Jordan did a f- pretty fantastic job directing this film. Like, it looked good, man. Yeah. It looked good, and the strength of this film was on the performances. So, Michael, I'm I'm excited to see what Michael B. Jordan directs in the future. He's telling me he let, he let the camera sit there. He let it sit there, and like the actors do that. The boxing was rich. What I, I'm mad about that last boxing match with you because whether oh. you liked it or not, he pulled anime references. Well, I saw what what his first uh, what his first the first fight. I saw no, that. the last no, no. fight, like last literally. Fight. Like, you know, like in anime when they're fighting yeah. and they'll be like in the mountains somewhere, but sometimes like to show the fight's intensity, they'll black out the world around them. Okay. Yeah. He did that in the boxing Dude. match. Yeah. It was pretty really incredible. And he the put like a jail cell around them. <laughs> okay. They're in a cage. But once like, again, like, like I like I just said, I saw I saw a part of that in the first fight because when he was like he was eyeing the fact that he saw the dude had his opening was there like something. Oh, he had like a Sherlock Holmes anime. moment. But yeah, it, that was very no, no, no. We ain't gonna say Sherlock Holmes is anime, so my guy. Look, put some respect on it. Put some respect <laughs> on the Rich, anime. Rich, what was dope is the first fight. I think that's why I interview Michael B was like, I want to show Adonis's precision. The second fight, none of that's in there. It's not about precision. It's oh, no, about no, like these two guys. Oh, you almost wish they weren't. That's what I loved about this, and it's anti-Rocky. But you almost you wish they weren't fighting. You wish like, can you guys yeah, just they, talk? You, you wanted to still be friends about the whole thing. Uh, and that, to me, what, that's what this movie's supposed to be. Yeah. If they had broke, if if that fight, because the fight in that last fight gets so Abstract. stylized. Mm-hmm. If they had stopped for a moment to actually have a conversation that was, you know, ultimately just two fighters in reality looking at each other in their eyes, but we see the whole dialogue play out even for like half a minute or oh, something. Would have fire. It would have, it would have given the film what it did not have, which was some kind of understanding and resolution for these characters. You said this in the beginning with a darker tone. I think there's definitely a longer movie here. There's so yeah. many things. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's in that Rocky Creed sweet spot as far as runtime, but I feel like there's 30 minutes of more movie here. Just to deal with the movie out of all three. It, we, we, we got the daughter 
starting to fight that doesn't really pay off like where does that go um even mm-hmm. adonis's mother dying it doesn't necessarily push the plot forward so i feel like those are threads that might have been cut you're out you're right when does a death in the rocky movie not play dividends in the rocky movie yeah yeah that's the, that that was a weak spot it's like her death should be when mickey died rocky had to go to apollo and say teach me like i i don't have i need help her death didn't and one thing this movie's been missing, but they finally said it and they never said it in the other movies. And it's a huge disservice to me for the Creed franchise is Adonis has a brother and a sister. Oh, they were established right. in the Rocky movies. They weren't really meant, they weren't mentioned in Creed 1 and 2, if I remember correctly. And finally he said he mentions them in this movie, but they would have been at the funeral. And the fact they that he does have siblings, it just adds it adds to it. And I get why they didn't want them in Creed because you already have so much you're working with. But by Creed two and three, it's like you have an older brother. Well, so, and well, so now it's all about family, and he's not fighting anymore, and he's been out of the game for three years. And even if he has beef with them because he represents dad going off and cheating, <laughs> but still, like, and they they would be like fourteen years older than him. But the fact that they're not there during the few. Their mother's sick. Now you can't really justify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're not there on purpose. And you still got to put that in the story. The hardest thing about this movie for me is the story in the script, though. It's it's that Michael B. Jordan's character had a brother that essentially, and it might not have been blood, but it was his brother. And that brother went to jail defending him that he ran away from. And he... And the whole beef he had was the whole beef Michael B. I'm sorry, the whole beef Jonathan Majors characters had was I wrote you letters, I tried to keep up with you, and for 18 years you ghosted me. Mm-hmm. How does Michael B. Jordan's character have any redeeming qualities when that is just the truth? I think his character, and honestly, this might be specific. For who's watching it, it's redeeming qualities because for black men in the black community, once you get out, you get out. You even marry outside of your like you do everything not to go back. You don't go back to the school that sets you up. You don't go like that. That's always been a thing. And it's terrible. But that's the thing is you don't go back. And he was living in Bel Air in that mansion. And I think his character had a lot of unresolved messiness because of that choice he made but that is a real choice that they that, that that's that's real we're, we're watching a hour and a half to our movie tops and so what you put and don't put in the content really starts mattering on like a magnifying glass kind of level if and put, all we keep if you put him on that would seem unrealistic to me that no, would he just that, he needed to that for me part of the problem was I was responding to Chris's face. Or or uh, Jonathan yeah. Major's character needed to be more more villainous in a way where we saw him go to the house and being dangerous to someone. We no, saw him doing stuff. I'm, like, te- I'm telling you, all it takes is for you to pop off and become successful. And someone from high school who's still in Spring Valley, Rich, for mm-hmm. you to be like, what's up, homie? Like it's it like honestly. What, it, what it, I'm it's, saying it's is I'm a, looking, I'm watching a movie and I want to root for the hero. And yeah. there's nothing that this movie, there's no impetus for me to actually root for who's supposed to be the hero so, to win the fight. So the I fight. think this movie is telling a different story. No, I think, you know what I think? I think, I think it wasn't expressed clearly because we all know you've been around someone that you know from back in the day and you look like, damn, this dude's coming over. This, this Negro's a liability. And he's still mm-hmm. your boy. 
you're still friends with them. You know, you still, you know, you still have love for them, but you know, when you're around them, they bring trouble. Cause okay, I know I, I have that. people like, I have friends like that. They're but, like, but also it's not just this guy's bad. You have guilt. Cause you know, homeboy kept hitting you up on Facebook and you're like, I should, I should rich. I should, I should, I got it rich. I'm not going to say his name. I know who you guys are talking about. I know who you're going to talk about. And he hit me up on Facebook. Uh-huh. He's like, yo, I'm doing this thing. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm literally doing the thing that Adonis is doing. Because it's like, it, and it's it's not necessarily right, but it's not necessarily wrong. It's, but did that guy go to jail for 18 years for actually defending you? Honest, that doesn't even matter when you're yeah. talking about- It matters you got, when you're watching a no, two-hour movie. But you got to understand- it does matter, and you're right, Jack. But the culture with the, the culture that this is in, it is a survival crabs in a bucket culture. Right. And if you make it out, you don't bring somebody to your. You don't bring them in your space mm-hmm. if they represent the old. And it's, that's it why, sucks and it's bad. But that's 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 the reality of the culture. Yeah, and that's why the mother kept the. Well, I don't know why she kept the letters, but that's why she kept the letters away from him because she knew his. She knew her son. She knew that he would just go back and gravitate and around why, him. And we knew. Listen, the second Jonathan Major's character said, "I wrote you letters," you didn't get them. We knew the yeah, mom was hiding. Right. I never needed her to pull them out because her pulling them out didn't actually push his character further in either. Like there was very little in this movie that I did. I disagree. I think when he found out about the letters, the fact that he still didn't do anything is speaking volumes of. Yes, but it didn't help me. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and I think, I think, I think, I think for me, this is one of those things where it's like these black filmmakers is like, we're making this specific and it might be too specific, but we're okay with it. Cause I, know, I, I got it. I, 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 and I'm not saying it's rootable, but like literally, like you can listen to almost every rapper's interview talking about putting people on or don't put people on. Yeah. Like it is, it, it is a struggle. You know, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. If you, if, if you go back and something happens, you're like, people look at you like, why is he still there? And then if you leave and you never go back, people are like, damn, this dude is fake. He forgot where he came from. And it's also you. Sometimes when you get out, you don't want anything around you to remind you of where you came from. I get all that. I get and that. Obviously, I can't speak to the nature of some of what we're talking about, but and I'm not trying to. All I want to talk about, talk about is the movie, but yeah. The, yeah, the thematic plot of the movie. And so when you distill that down to the essence, you got two kids that came up together. One kid who is responsible for an event that put the other kid serving time for 18 years. Then you put the kid who's serving time for 18 years is ghosted by the person who caused the event in the first place. Guy becomes wildly successful, has the life that the person who spent the last 18 years living, the life that he thought he would have lived, comes out, asks his friend, can you help me? Friend says no. Friend eventually says yes. And the guy who he'd been ghosting is victorious. He becomes the champion. He he actually gets what he wanted that he hadn't had for the last 18 years. He's finally has some semblance of the life he'd always wanted. And then the friend who was the cause of the conflict in the first place by the end of the movie takes that away from him too. Wait, wait, Jack, you can't recap the movie and leave out the part the fact that like a dame targeted him. 
he literally cracked freaking Drago's hand so he can get in the position. Yeah, like, that was Dame, like, like, no, Dame wasn't this. I'm innocent. I, I tried to help you. It was like, no, you was dirty yeah. back then. You have priors. You had a legal yeah. gun on you. And then yeah. you plotted my demise while you were in prison for 18 years and implemented it when you got out. And then yeah, right. you beat my champion by cheating. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So like let's like they, they, it's not it's not that no, no, you know that's what? what I like it's not I, that I, think I, just, I don't I don't think he, he fought dirty but he didn't really cheat he fought dirty but the elbow he, was a cheat right yeah but he got deducted yeah. for it he got penalized that's true two points so he, he still, so he, he ended up knocking the guy out yeah he beat yeah. him fair and square he beat he him fair but he, but he fought dirty right he fought dirty but so but but him fighting dirty your character trait. <laughs> You fight dirty, He's Bernard Hopkins, and man. then we and then we found out you're freaking also Bernard Tanya Hopkins. Harding. <laughs> you Tanya Harding. <laughs> <the dude. laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> like he and 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 so it's not it's not that cut and dry, Jack. Dame had to be stopped, and I think this is a part of it where it got a little kind of like um for me is because they needed to kind of make him a mustache twirling villain towards yeah. the middle. To yeah. justify him being bad, because he was too relatable. He was too like yeah. you could you, oh, you, you could you could sympathize with him too much up until that point. Well, you didn't need Adonis to fight him if right. you didn't add those things in. Right, right. Like yeah. at the end of, at the end of the day, a Rocky movie or Rocky ish movie, there has to be a fight at the end. So you got to make him bad enough to be to fight. That's why when Drago kills Apollo Creed in Part Four, a regular person goes, "It was a fight." That's what we get in here for. I hate that it happened. No, they need Drago to say if he dies, he dies. So if we can have dies, Rocky yeah. box him in the end, or else exactly. there's no fight in the end. It's just a tragedy. And it wasn't in the like ring. he 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 turned. It's and it wasn't like Major's character turned uh, Creed's Golden Boy into a vegetable at the end of the fight. He just knocked they him out. They were worried about that. No, they yeah, were worried about those worried injuries. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they I were don't know why they were so worried about him though. That 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 part that part like they 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 were getting on. Adonis for being for because the guy got knocked out. It's boxing, it's a boxing match. Yeah, no, 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 no. If you have a prize fighter that you are sponsoring, you are not supposed to put him in danger for nothing. Jay Z said it, man. If I battle you, you famous. If you win, if I win, you like like you had everything to lose. He was supposed to win. Mm-hmm. He should have won the fight. Right. So so my point is this: Adonis is dealing with um homeboy. Like this should have never happened. Now the fighter's injured, you know. Can when is his next? Is he going to be able to get a rematch? Like, it was a poor choice. It was a poor choice because he tried to put his friend on, put his friend in the position, and it was a terrible business choice. Yeah, and that's what happens when you put this on. <laughs> that's what you get. That's, that's what happens when you when Jay Z's like, you know what, Beanie Siegel. <laughs> yep. Man, you know what, Tony? Yeah, yo, G Unit. Where's G Rich? Rich, where's G Unit? G Unit. Why are they listen, all not millionaires? Why? I heard, I heard a snippet. Play? I heard a snippet of of uh, of um, a Fifty Cent's book, and he was mm-hmm. talking about Tony. Not Tony. Yeah, he was talking about Lloyd Banks. Yeah, and he was like, "Yo, he was he was trying to tell him like this YouTube stuff, this IG stuff." He was telling him about the future. He's like, "Yo, start doing that." Da, 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 da. My man was like, "Oh, you know that's corny, blah blah blah." Pac wouldn't do that. Biggie wouldn't do. It. He was like, "Man, they not here." <laughs> and he was like, from then on, he he just knew like he just had he had, he couldn't invest any more time or money into the, into this dude because he didn't see the future. He couldn't he couldn't evolve. Even though the time. these dudes was probably rocking with him when he had nothing. 
Yeah. He was getting to a place where like this is dead weight. It's 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 not an investment anymore. And Dame didn't come as 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 sweet as John the Majors is in his performance. He did not come humble. He came in like, I want a shot. Yeah. You've been home for a month. You want a title shot. Because you was the Golden Gloves chance 18 years ago. Okay, I'm gonna go to freaking Warner Brothers and say, yo, make me a freaking Superman movie. Oh, because I played him in college. <laughs> Honestly, well, I could be. I, listen, you should I, play the part. Though. I don't this think is a really I, bad example. You I don't just think gave. I. I don't think I can pitch it that way. I don't think I can. I don't <laughs> think I can. Like, elevator want pitch. to start thinking about it though. But it's not bad. <laughs> I enjoyed it for the unrockiness that it is. Because if it was a carbon copy of Rocky, I would have been. That doesn't work for but me. But it was still formulaic. It's I mean, still it exactly it that's watching movie though. It, 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 every it Rocky movie has the same formula. There's God. the beginning. There's a battle that goes odd. Then there's a training montage. Got to get stronger. I'm victorious. Resolution. And, and it's, it's weird because I can feel filmmakers like not want to do that, but you almost have to. You have to, to. every time. What, what do you think to. we're paying that money for? No, we're... wait, wait. They tried not doing it once. The the problem and with this Rocky movie... Five did not work. There was only one problem with this movie. For me, honestly, they never actually justified why Michael B. Jordan was getting back in the ring. They gave a spoon-fed moment with Tessa yeah. Thompson, who's a phenomenal actor, who yeah. she goes, "Well, maybe you should go punch him in the face then." And you're sitting there <laughs> yeah. going, "I was like, this is probably a, really a whole lot of other option." That's <laughs> right. what I'm saying. Like, really, that was. The that's impetus, why, and then he had enough like emotional baggage where he was really going to go. That's why fight I feel like they, they, there's a longer movie there because when Michael, when Adonis did the interview, and they mentioned how like Dane was saying all this stuff about your family, Dame has been targeting you in the media. There's that's a longer cool. movie that we didn't get to experience. Well, well, you almost kind of needed that because without that, Jonathan Major's character him? isn't villainous enough for us to root against him yet. Right. No, no, he still did the thing where he had his boy break Drago's arm. No, he, had, he, he needed to be stopped, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but and he punched him in the face on the beach in front of all the boys. Right? He punched him in the face yeah. on the beach in front of all the boys. And he looked like he had a ring on it, man. That's a dirty fighting right there. Yep, exactly. This ring was imprinted like, as black. Honestly, for a week. honestly, <laughs> that cheap shot warrants a fight anyway. It's almost like yeah. you got one coming but, anyway. But, but, but Adonis but, walked in and laid out that guy. He walked in, the guy came, he just backed him like bam, and just kept him moving. Of, like, but, but hang he's on, a, hey, um, he's outnumbered. You got it. You got it. You got it. Except, except, rules. except. I'm sorry. Except when you look at the movie from Dane's point of view, Dane, 18 years ago, defended his best friend and brother, and has spent the last almost two decades paying for it. And his brother has ghosted him for 20 no, years. That's why it's good because our, our villain does have a very strong. Yeah. No. So if anyone had a punch coming to him, a well deserved punch to the face, it would have been Creed's character anyway. Right. I think that's but why it's not the punch, punch it's the plotting. Correct. And, 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 yeah. and Drago did not deserve to get a cracked forearm. Yeah. He seemed, he's just, he seemed just fine. He's that boy drinks a lot, <laughs> and like and like <laughs> really did. quick, it's fine. Like he was sparring did. less than a month later. No, it was, totally it was like eight like months that. later. Yeah, it was it was a while. Some time has passed, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> you think it was that long? 
Yeah, because Dane had to have the but whole. Then why fight. was then why was Michael B. Jordan stepping in the ring instead of his contender looking for a rematch? I think like, that, that he was. Boy. I think Dane should have had a couple fights before that fight too to establish him in the. Yeah. Career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to have, even a little like a, a flurry of montages of Dame like Mike Tyson and yeah. people like, oh, mm. this dude's yeah. power is ridiculous. Yes, yeah. I, I absolutely agree. And you're telling me that someone who was the champion, who has this, who has the power to put fights like this together as a producer in the first place, couldn't get his boy some like small not, not, that's fights? What, that's why I think, no, you can't. If, I don't know. If you come out of jail, and you've yeah. only been home for a week. And I'm like Floyd Mayweather. I'm one of like the most successful boxing promoters in the world. No, Jack, no. No, if I'm running a freaking studio in Warner Brothers and you get out of school, I don't put you in. No, you have to earn. This is boxing. you got to be in the gym. you got to earn your stripes. But that's also why he's, he, asked, he, he asked for the favor. He asked, can you put me on anything? Can put me? Well, he said he wanted a shot, but... Yeah, I think you're right though. Had there been some sort of some sort of something that would have kind of helped his character gain some sort of clout in the first he place. Wanted, he wanted something for nothing. He wanted to right. use the guilt. Mm-hmm. And like when you watch Rocky One, when you see what Rocky was doing just in his gym, like he he even lost his locker. Like you earn everything in a boxing gym, including the right to even be in that gym. And yeah. they want to fast track himself because of what happened in the past, which has yeah. nothing to do with being a professional in the sport. So yeah. Dan was also you very manipulative on some Iago tough on some Iago tip in like using guilt and using your emotions against you. But he's right. But that's also all he had and his care. And he is very clear in his character. He's like, I am old. I have very little time to make this happen. That's why I'm coming to you right now and asking. I'm asking. But, that, but that's I'm not asking. how the system works. And then that's what that's the thing that Honest knew. He's like, yo, I can't just put you in a title fight without you like running up the ranks like everyone else does. Like people are going to be questioning that. People are going right. to probably question his credibility, credibility of his gym, and everything like that. So. That's, why love, why, that's why when yeah. Dame says, well, that's how you did it because Adonis yes. did get fast track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. That, 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 I love the levels. That's what I, that's what I love about. I, I love that I don't necessarily know who to root for. I love that I'm not necessarily in Adonis's corner. The it's whole not time. cut and dry. Yeah. And I love that at the end, it's not about when the when the bell rung. It was about those two dudes sitting in that locker room. That to me was that Ayo Adrian moment. That to me was the moment of like. I, I agree. Right up under the point, they had Major's character say exactly what we wanted him to say. Anyways, though. But he was right. He was just a kid. I know, but we needed Michael B. Jordan's character to take some responsibility. He did, he did. He He apologized. He did, but then Shouldn't have ghosted you. And I was, yeah. What do you mean? What? 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 He did. He did. He took responsibility. But one breath later, Jonathan Major's character took that burden of responsibility away and said, "No, he took responsibility too." He didn't take it away. He said, yeah. "I should I have never." Had, I should I have letting him off the hook. He said he acknowledged it, and he was letting him off the hook, like forgiving him. Like this is we're, we're just kids. I know. Like, yeah, it all happened yeah. very. It all happened. It didn't happen very months. quickly. It happened after twelve rounds of punching each other in the face. Right, yeah. in eighteen years. <laughs> so, like, like, so it's like taking the fight into consideration. Like, they have no more fight left in them. All they have is truth. By this point, they've already hit each other enough times. So, like, two guys are beaten. They, they said everything they had to say with their fists. 
It is that simple. And they're we're they're dudes, black men who don't know how to be who have struggled being vulnerable and struggle communicating. It's probably gonna come out that simple. And it's gonna what? be a dap and a walk off. Like that that's what as, is uh Oh yeah, a dap. So the dap was actually pretty symbolic if you notice it. They hit two fingers, um, they hit front and back, and then they fist pumped, right? Which to me symbolically said they got two people involved. We're the brothers, right? Okay. We're we're one. Mm -hmm. And then I've got your I've got your front, I've got your back, and we're okay. punching through life together. Oh, I actually yeah. like that moment a Interesting lot. Interesting how you broke that down. <laughs> that's, that's pretty, it's pretty sweet. All right. I'll also say I got very excited seeing this movie because in the final training montage, and there's a YouTube video, uh, you can see Creed running up a hill towards a chain link fence. And you don't see this shot in the trailer. You see a different shot of that hill in the trailer. That hill is my backyard that I ride my bike up. Oh, shoot. Two to three times a week. Dude, it's right. two. It's two miles up. It's a thousand foot elevation, and the little section of the hill he's running is is. It's not the steepest part of the hill. It's a it's a good run though, but only when you do it. Did you run that before to... or after you saw the movie? Did oh, you... I, the second I saw the movie, I went. I, I ran. Now here's the thing. <laughs> I don't care whether you like this movie or not. A Rocky movie is effective by the quality of your workout after you see it. Facts. Yeah. And I had a good workout after. <laughs> this was not the best training montage movie. As a matter of fact, there were some shots really that made was. no sense. Like, why did they put a giant mirror in the middle of a uh, airplane runway? Yeah. That so was look what was that shot about? It looked good, weird. but what, so what was it about? Himself. So he can look at himself. That was weird, though. He's like, like, so busy it. looking at himself. Maybe he needs to be doing he some more push-ups. Now, the training montage... Yeah, as the ranking of Rocky training montages go, it's probably on the list. And why did it look like Jonathan Major's character was doing a better workout? Because Jonathan Major was doing a better workout. Then how did he lose this fight? Because it ain't about strength. Apparently not. <laughs> it's about... Um, I would have loved Whoa. if they played up... Uh, I had a hard time getting behind the whole he's been retired stuff. I'm like, I wish they would have played up his injuries more than... He's had yeah. three concussions. He's had his hands broken in fights. I wish they would have like really laid into the fact that Adonis, that yeah. last fight had to kind of be his last fight. I mean, fight. they did all that in Balboa. It's hard not no, to. No, but ba Balboa was. Concussions, broken bones. You so got that's, that, that's the bottom, but that's the boxer. That's the calcium buildup. So at right. the end of the, at the end of the, well, at the, at the end fight, none of that stuff affected him at all. No, right. Rick. Didn't you see the, well, you can train that out in a training montage? Tra training montage. But fix all to be problems. fair, concussions, broken bones, and internal bleeding never really affected any boxer in a Rocky movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know fair. what our you, you know what our debate question should have been? Okay. Rank the Rocky training montages from They the don't know them, Jack. We'd be sitting here be like the Batman debate all over again. <laughs> what went to that? Was that the dark knight? Wait, y'all are Rocky fans? I don't look at all the rockets. I may watch they, what they, I not watched like one. Um, I may have watched the one with no. I did watch the one with uh with um with Mr. T. Yeah, Lawrence, let's wrap this up. Yeah, um, <laughs> I will say real quick a couple calling cards that this movie did remind me of. A lot of Rocky Three is in here. Clubber Lang, Mr. T, and Jonathan Major is very similar. Brutish guy, hulking, intimidating. You had the kind of Rocky Three thing where 
Rocky wasn't in this one. Rocky lost his mentor kind of thing reminded mm-hmm. me. I love that Drago is in here training him. That's like Apollo Creed training with Rocky. Not the same, but like hints of. Um, it's not the same at yeah, It's not okay. even remotely the same. But, of, I mean, know. Apollo literally elevates Rocky to such another level. Because Rocky right didn't know how to Rocky didn't know how to box. Rocky didn't know how to fight. He just had a lot of heart. Right. So Rocky did a better job training Adonis than Nikki did training Rocky. <laughs> right. <laughs> um yeah. what I love, th- this movie is very personal for me, if you can't tell. Just just seeing black men struggling with vulnerability, struggling with opening up, struggling with taking responsibility and 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 being brothers for real and not just competitors, but brothers. It hits. It also hits for me because up until Black Panther, which is like 2017, the industry did not believe a black movie can do well overseas, that it couldn't open worldwide, that it had to be domestic and it had to be small. Black Panther proved otherwise. Like this is literally like the next franchise to do it. Um, Creed 1 and 2, since you did have Stallone, you had Drago, that had so many elements of Rocky. You can't really call Creed 1 and 2 black movies. This is a black film through and through. And the yeah. fact that it made money, that it's worldwide, that it's looked at on a scale of other movies, that's literally history making. With a black director, black writer, black producers, all black cast for the most part, that's kind of historical. That's um, cool. I didn't think about it like that. I mean, I, I, I personally identify the film as part of the Rocky franchise. Oh, it is. But it's the first, but, but it's the only, since Sylvester Stallone's not in it, yeah. it leans into the culture. And it's, it, weird. it's pretty it's weird that he's not in it, though. Not for it's me. For me not for me. It. He's wrapped up. We don't. And need let, him. Me, let me ask you this: Where does the story go next? <sighs> daughter, I think they set up for the daughter. Well, Michael B. did an interview with Hot ninety seven New York and said, like, because Amazon, who he has, a, who he has a relationship with, because he just did that series. Amazon is the owners of MGM, who now are over Rocky. Amazon. Um, so he's looking at this. The, there's so much IP here. We, we, you know, we're getting a Drago thing. He's not in here for nothing. So we're going to probably get a Drago film or a Drago series, which would be freaking dope. They're setting up. Yeah. They're setting up the next generation within this. So we got the daughter and that might not happen for another decade, but Rocky's been going on for 37 years. We got time. (laughs) There's time. (laughs) You know, Sylvester Stallone is the only actor to have a uh, number one box office movie was it five decades in a row damn good for him he killed it and nothing against Stallone and I wish Rocky was still a part of this but honestly for Stallone I don't think he'd want to be the Rocky that would be in this because it's not about you anymore like we literally closed your chapters you would just kind of be grandpa on the side you would kind of just be the the sage in the corner and, that it would, and for this to be Adonis's vehicle, it would have to be less about Rocky. So it's almost it's almost good that the last time we see Rocky, he's reconciling with his son. We know he's good in Philly. Because then when he dies on screen, eventually, we don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, even weirder if he dies off screen. <laughs> if they could have got him to come to the funeral and give him a word of wisdom, yeah. that would have been good enough for me. I, I don't need him part of his journey, but like, he yeah. knew this woman for the last 40 years. He would have come yeah. to the funeral. Yeah. But Stallone said no. So let's, let's, let's rank it for me. I'm going to tell you what I think. This is a 10, guys. Job size. I'm joking. I, 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 
This is an eight for me, though. This is an eight for me. You know, I rank these within its structure. I think this is better than Rocky Four, Rocky Five. It's right. It's 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 like to me, it's synonymous with Rocky Balboa. It's like right. It's right there. Uh, Balboa might be better because we love Rocky, but who's right. the girl that he's cool with? Like, there's so many elements in Rocky Balboa that I don't fully. There's always a girl and a turtle and a something. And she wasn't a love interest. She's like his, like a daughter type. He still has that turtle. The turtle's still alive. Turtles. Live Turtles live a long time. My yeah, mom's had a turtle. turtle for over thirty years. Yeah, he still has the same turtle, right? Yep, same turtle. He still has it. Secret of the ooze. Oh, that turtle is making bank. Bank. The secret of the ooze. What? I give it a seven. I liked it. It was a good time. You know, it delivered what it promised. Seven's a fair shot for it. Um, I'm gonna have to concur with that. I'll say six point five seven. So yeah, Damn, you know, I just I'll just give it a seven. I'll just give it a seven. Jack, if you give this thing under a seven, I am not watching you on everything. You give what, what did you say, Lawrence? To the eight. No, I, I think a seven is pretty fair. And I and again, man, I, I really think Michael Jordan did a really, really solid job directing it. I thought the acting was phenomenal. I just had so much problems rooting. I want when I watch a Rocky movie, and it is a Rocky movie. Without Rocky, but it's a Rocky movie. I've never not rooted for Rocky, and it was weird not being able to root for. You wanted a clear, you wanted a clear distinction between your. I just wanted to be able to. I wanted to be excited for him to win, but I was upset that he won. I was like, "Yo, man!" I don't think we were supposed to be upset, but I think the director didn't want us to have the feeling you wanted to have watching the fight. That, that was, it was intentional. It wasn't, it wasn't, they didn't drop the ball. Whether we, whether you like it or not, at least the intention, they did what they intended to do, yeah. which is well, we don't want them to fight. We, we wish you guys can just get so a coffee. I'll, I'll give it a seven, um, which seven, 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 eight, 7.25. Seven and a quarter. Seven and a quarter. Seven. Um, Seven. I'll say another thread real quick is Tessa Thompson. Like, but also Adrian in the movies outside of part one got the short end of the stick. Thompson. I like, I like that fine red bone. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the themes real quick, which I thought were great. The themes of when is it time to let go? Let go of your music career because you're going deaf. Let go of the guilt and the shame of leaving your boy behind and dealing with it. Let go mm. of this dream of being a champion because that passed you by. Letting go. And then the, 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 the dopest scene for me, the most, the dialogue that summed it up is freaking Felicia Rashad killing it, eating food. We didn't even talk about her performance. She's timeless. On her deathbed. Timeless. Just like yeah. he helped. Me forgive you, Apollo. I just want to forgive. Like oh. we're literally watching a character yeah. let go, selling yeah. us a theme of this movie of letting yeah. go. Yeah. Eating food. That's our show, man. Let me know in the comment section what y'all thought about Creed 3. I was in the gym doing pull-ups with a medicine ball. 
as long as my Instagram story needed me to do it. <laughs> Don't believe everything you see on social media. So that's our show, guys. Well, it's not our show. We still got something else coming up, but that's our take on Creed. Chris, what you got for us? You got some recommendations. Recommend Crustacean. <laughs> Recommend Crustacean. So we, so we talk a lot about comic books and cartoons in this show. If you like Creed, you like the idea of a montage or a fight or a tournament, here are some episodes of animated cartoons that you might enjoy. Uh, wow, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. on. Rich, wait, Rich. What do you mean by that? Rich, Rich. He's going to give you a list of cartoons that have tournaments and the fights, and this probably going to be one anime. The whole list of fighting fighting cartoons. There is only one anime. There is one. So, so the so the recommendations are yeah, it's Pokemon. If you want to see a fight, a good montage, or something like this, these are the these are the shows you should watch. Justice League Unlimited, The Cat and the Canary, that episode where. Um, <laughs> Catman is—he's a boxer, and he boxes, and he's—he's he's past his prime. Did you say Catman? Cat, what's his name? Wildcat. I'm sorry. Wildcat goes and he's past his prime, <laughs> and then Black Man. Canary goes in and pulls him out because he's losing the, the boxing match. If you like, you're gonna like that episode. Two, X Men: The Animated Series, Mojo Vision. They—they're—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're abducted. They're taking the fight in a tournament, and they—they have to fight in this tournament. It's pretty good. Uh. One Lars and I just Lars and I just reviewed Batman Night of the Ninja. You see Batman training, becoming who he's supposed to be. Very good. Chris. Every story arc of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it's the, it's the, every training montage of Goku. Every story arc of Dragon Ball Z. And my last one is Big Time, the episode Batman Beyond Big Time, which is exactly, exactly, exactly Creed Three. Terry McGinnis and his friend were, were about to break into a place. They get caught. Terry gets away. Terry becomes this. His friend comes out and tries to bring Terry back to life. It is exactly Creed 3 in 30 minutes. Big time. To hear you give a list of fighting cartoons, and since you don't like anime, the best of those are not on your list is putting Rich into a place. That is well, quite enjoyable to watch. Well, I said Dragon Ball Z just for Rich. That's what. But like, I, I, no, no, no. You was like just every Dragon Ball Z episode. Well, no, 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 no. I no, said bro. every story arc of Dragon no, Ball Z. No, you almost no, have to say no. Recommendations of fighting cartoons that are not anime, because anime would dominate your entire list, Chris. Right, yeah. definitely. And you left Pokemon off, which is nothing but battle fights. Yeah, and training montages. It's not the same. <laughs> anyway, that's my list. Take it or leave it. You like you have something better? Let me know. So, all right, that's our show. I hope you guys enjoy listening to us wax poetic about muscular men lathered up in baby oil. Yeah, it was a lot Give of baby oil. A lot of baby oil. When I put baby oil on me, I don't listen like that. I need to figure out what they're doing. <laughs> send you guys some pictures and print I want your input um, so hit us up we have a YouTube channel we have so many videos on there hit the playlist up reviews 
Toy Hunts, Toy Unboxings, comic book stuff. Check that out. We got Instagram. We got TikTok. Check those things out. Three Brothers in a Shot of Also, leave a review. It helps with the algorithm. We need more people hearing us talk about this stuff that we all enjoy. We'll be back. Same Rocky time. Same Apollo oh. channel. Oh, y'all heard that. <laughs> we did not. We just blood, bitch. That's <laughs>